Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 377. It is May 26, 2020. And on tonight's episode with special guest Esten Solo Something Huff from PlayStation Dads and one of our Patreon producers, we're going to talk about NSO updates, Pokemon ripoffs coming to Nintendo Switch, and so much more. Jesse, roll that beautiful bean footage. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Marty here. It's episode 377, and it's May 26, 2022. Joining me on tonight's show, uh, in just a minute, Justin Masson. He's had a delay. He's going to be here, uh, but uh, that gives me a chance to talk smack about him. Uh, but also joining me on the show tonight, one of the, uh, you know, we missed you a few weeks ago, by the way. Uh, you were sorely missed as you traveled the world. Jesse Waldeck. Well, I was in the chat. <laughs> you were in the chat, but you couldn't do the thing. You no, couldn't do the be- thing. Because I had internet quality of your area. Potato. Yeah. yeah I think internet I, quality I, I, one. I, I did a speed speed test, and it was like 20 down and two up. No, that's I, not even my area. That's that's better than my yeah, area. But, so I posted that in the, in the main host chat, and Tim says, who says you can't... Uh, host with those stats and i said right right twitch um, and youtube say i can't host that's this that is correct that is correct um i had posted a little while ago about my cell phone service you know being out it was then we depend on that it yeah, is yeah, finally no back IG. it's a little bit better uh and so i'm able to actually you know update things uh like like see text at home because that was not even happening. Like people would be like, I called oh. you and I was like, it never said you did. Okay, great. Uh, also joining us on the show uh, this week, uh, one of our amazing, wonderful Patreon producers, Eston Huff. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for the kind words. Glad to oh, be here. You are fantastic. Uh, you are welcome. And uh, may I just say, sweet Xenoblade Chronicles poster there on the wall behind you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm- Plan to get the third to have right next to it, and uh, yeah. need to get the first. If you are uh, uh, just an audio listener, he's in a room. Just imagine this room, gray couch behind him, teal walls, a nice lamp providing some some uh, you know Ambiance. LED light behind him. It's, it's he's illuminated, and there on the wall, framed, matted, wonderful. The cover art of Xenoblade Chronicles Two looks amazing there uh, in that room, and like you said, Xenoblade Chronicles Three coming out soon, hopefully. Hopefully you get a poster for that too, right? Amen to that. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we uh, have um, a smackerel of news tonight, as, as Winnie the Pooh would say. Just a smackerel of news. But that gives us uh, the ability to have lots of chats about other things. And so let's just dive straight into the little bit of news we have, shall we? And as you know, our news is brought to us each and every week by you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where just for a dollar a month, you can jump into the community, become a part of the conversation that's going on uh, in quite possibly the world's best Discord. Uh, you know, if you go $5, $10, or $30, it gets you different perks as well, uh, with $5 bringing you into the full subchannels of the Discord, $10 pre and post show audio and an art card, which, by the way, I've seen the next art card that's coming out, guys, it's it's awesome. Can I, I'll give you a little hint. I'm going to give you a little hint. 
It's a game that's coming out in June. There you go. All right. So that'll be up soon. $30 gets you into the uh, Aston seat there, gets you into the Patreon producer seat. You get to be on the show. You get to come hang out with us. And uh, we are super thankful for each and every one of our patrons. Uh, so head on over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads and sign up today. If you sign up today, we will give you a golf clap of, I was of goodness. where this was going. Yes. <laughs> That's all we have. Um, we are giving away a copy of Super Mario Strikers in June. So um, you can head over to our Twitter and see some updates about that. So there you go. That's the pinned tweet. Yep, it is. And speaking of updates, the uh, NSO, NES, and SNES apps have been updated as of this evening. This was actually going to be late breaking news, but it just happened right before the show. Uh, and we wanted to bring you uh, the games that are there now. Uh, for Super Nintendo's getting two games Congo's Caper, which is about a monkey, and Rival Turf, which features one of the worst uh, protagonist names of all time. Uzi Nelson, O-O-Z-I-E-N-E-L-S-O-N. Uzi Nelson, who looks like M. Bison if you ordered M. Bison on Wish.com. Or Etsy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's he's Etsy Bison. <laughs> Wish Bison. Uh, it's, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Uh, but also, also included with this, I'm super excited about this, and if you listen... Do not talk bad about this game, all right? I'm just going to go ahead and say it on the front of you. You cannot talk bad about this game. Pinball for the NES is now available on the uh, NES NSO app. And this, y'all, listen, this is a fun game. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised this one didn't make it earlier because I'm okay with this one. I, like, here's the deal. This was one of the first NES games I ever bought with my own money. I love pinball. And I think, there's a I think bonus. your choice was better than my choice for my first game. What was yours? Uh, Castlevania 2. Oh, dude. <laughs> I had Castlevania 2, but it was not. Uh, thankfully, I didn't spend my own money on that. Uh, that was the Have I ever told I you the story? Money on. I know I've told the story of getting my NES like, for Christmas, but did I ever tell you what the second game I got was? Like, I got the pack in Mario no. Duck Hunt track and field, but do you know what the other one was? No. My parents go to the store, and this is 1988, uh, guys, all right? So there's, like, the Nintendo's been out for a while, right? There's a bevy of games. Yeah, like three years from. at this point. Yeah, so they they go, and they the, the, the game that they look at all the games, and they go, that is the one. That is the one our son will want. Was it a Jellicoe game? Karnov. Oh. <laughs> Karnov. They Why hand me this to- game. They hand me this game, and I'm like, it is a fat guy with a mustache shooting fire out of his mouth. What in, what in the crap? As an eight-year-old, I'm going to be honest, the box art kind of scared me. It really did. But if you've ever played the NES Karnov, it is nothing like the arcade Karnov. Like, I had no clue that there was even an arcade Karnov until years later, but it's so obscure, like I, like what? Like you, you could have picked Mario Two was out. Okay, I right. think I think Mario Two was out. Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Junior were in the same pack. They could have picked that. They could have picked Zelda. They could have gotten. You could have gotten Donkey Kong Junior math. I well, 
Okay. Fair point. Fair point. Essa, did you did you have the NES as a child? Oh yeah, yeah. I got it as a Christmas present. I had the the Rob Robot, the Duck Hunt. And oh. that. Yeah. yeah, and they actually my parents got me. I feel bad now because they got me and they uh, went and they said pick pick a game out and stuff like that, you know. And they let me be a part of it. So I actually ended up getting my, my first childhood memories of it is a uh, Contra was one of the ones I got. Oh, and dude. So, yeah. There, there's. That's like on the top 10, like games you need first for the NES, right? Yeah, like yeah. Castlevania, Contra, Mega Man, yeah. Radius. <sighs> you you did infinitely better than Carnival. Um, <laughs> and I'm willing to bet that you also did not spend the first 15 minutes of your uh, playing the NES uh, in that did not end with you peeing on yourself like mine did. No, uh, no, that's a whole that, nother no. story for a whole nother day. Uh, no, my parents uh, but, yeah. me to close my mouth because I was just like so enamored with it and everything like that. I was like, oh my long God, story. So awesome shooting at the screen. And I yeah. was like, yeah, and I'm getting a, yeah, a video. Long game. story short, uh, I didn't know what the pause button did. And I was playing Mario and I was getting more and more in the need of going to the bathroom. Yeah. So you were one happened. of those, I don't read manual it. kids. Yeah, I peed on myself in my room. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I didn't know how to pause it and I didn't want to quit. Yeah. Eight years old, guys. Give me a break. Oh, no, no, All it's right? fine. I get it. If you don't know how to pause, I've been in those moments where, yeah, yeah, I've tried <laughs> to push the bladder. Yeah. 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 Bla- yeah. yeah. Uh, I've since I've since learned what the pause button or home button is to, to go to pause it. Thankfully, well, there's I've not been any contra. incidents since then. I got one for you. When I had the contra, like that morning, I told my dad, he's like, you got to go to school. And I'm like, I'm at a part where I can't like, I don't know if I can get back to this part. You know, I might not be able to have the lives and stuff like that. And I'm like, can I just let the game, nothing will come and kill me at this point. Can I just let the game stay right here? And when I get home to school, can I just, um, you know, pick right up? And he goes, yeah, that's fine. As long as we don't lose power, I hope that doesn't happen or anything like that. And so sure enough, he let me just leave the Nintendo on my character right there and everything. And I came back later that day and, and just got my homework done and picked right back up and just started right back. And I remember doing that with Castlevania. Like there's yeah. that level. Uh, I think it's, it's either right after you fight the mummy boss or something where you fall down the shaft and you're like, you're underground yeah. with all the water and the, and the platforms moving back and forth. And I never made it there before. And I was like, Oh crap, I got to go eat lunch, you know? And I, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to pause it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to turn I'm going to turn the TV off. See, here's the thing. People nowadays, like kids nowadays, my kids don't remember that when you turn the TV off back in the day, right? That when you, if you left it sitting, you had to wait for it to warm back up. You know, when you, when you turn it back on, like you could turn right. it on, it would like, it would blink, but then you had to wait for the tube to power up, right? Or, or yeah. to warm up. I, and I, I would always remember, it's like, you know, it's faintly coming through, Right. And I, I would learn eventually, like don't you know, don't turn on the the Nintendo until until it's it's there. And also, I mean, now they you know have auxiliary channel. I mean, nobody nowadays kids don't understand about turning to channel three. You know, I've got to say channel three. Yeah, it on yeah, channel like, three. What's wrong with the TV? Is it on channel three? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah we got to change channel. Yeah, yeah. Right, channel right. three. That's what. Now it's like, TV. is it on the right input? Well, yeah. you know, I've got I've got fifteen HDMI plugs. Is it on the right input? You know, uh, anyway, uh, guys, here's the deal. Don't sleep on pinball. It's fantastic. It's, I mean, think about it. And, and one of the things I love about this is that there's a bonus game that is attached to it. Uh, that If you do the right thing, you can get, uh, and it's Mario, 
he's holding a, a platform above his head and Pauline is above him. And you have to like hit all these numbers and change them to a certain color. And the ball's bouncing. And like when it hits the platform, it launches it back up. And then you have to like do the right thing and it'll cause gaps in her platform. And then she'll fall and you have to catch her on the platform. And if you don't catch her on the platform, you don't get the bonus. And if the ball goes past you, you're back out. But it's a lot of fun. Keep in mind, it's a very early NES game, but I love them coming back and filling in these early NES gaps, right? With uh, pinball and, and other things like that. I would love, uh, I love it. I'm going to play, I got like after podcast tonight, it, it downloaded here. So after podcast time, we're going to play pinball. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. Oh, I figured you run and watch Obi-Wan on Disney Plus. Well, here's the deal. Uh, like we, uh, you know, we're all Star Wars fans in my house, mm-hmm. but I can't do the, um, I can't do the midnight or 2 a.m. That's when it comes out for me is 2 a.m. Uh, yeah. I can't do the 2 a.m. Stay up and watch Obi-Wan. I just can't do it. Um, mm-hmm. I got yeah, stuff I to do. I didn't get the memo that it got pushed to Friday. I thought it started on Wednesday. So yeah, I tried logging in on Wednesday. I'm like, it's not here yet. What happened? Speaking of, since we're since we're taking a diversion to a galaxy far, far away, did you see the stuff that got announced today at Star Wars Celebration? No. Hit me with it. So they showed the first trailer off for the Andor series, which is about oh, Cassie yeah. and Andor from Rogue oh. One. Yep. They also announced a brand new Star Wars streaming series that's coming in 2023 starring Jude Law called Star Wars Skeleton Crew. Interesting. Which I, yeah, I'm super excited about. Uh, but then they also announced that the Mandalorian season three, are, or is it season three or season four? Three. Season, season three, three is three. coming February 2023. That I didn't oh. see. So not far off. Um, yeah. And and they showed the first picture or the first still or whatever promotional photo of Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones 5. Indiana Jones 5. Wow. Oh, yeah. He's making yeah. it's coming in 2024. Is he gonna be a consultant? No, he's in the movie. He is Indiana oh, okay. Jones. I mean, that's yes. what I mean. Like, and promptly, like, like, once uh, he's done with filming, they're going to bury him. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, the dude with, just with, with the asps. Probably. <laughs> anyway, well, before we move on to the next topic, I wanted that's crazy. To, he's going to do another indie. Oh yeah, I wanted to say that while we're getting Congo's caper, Japan instead is getting Umahara Kawawase, which is a the series is a platforming platform series starring the sushi chef Kawase Umahara, who has become lost in a world of surreal saltwater and freshwater creatures. So this that sounds like sounds interesting to me. This this sounds like Splatoon. I'm. I'm going to give that one a try and see what it, how it plays. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to download it. It depends, uh, yeah. depends on how much Japanese is in there, whether if it's just the a platformer. I mean, if it's just the platformer, really? yeah, probably I mean, it should be straightforward, but it's also for some reason, era, so who knows? For some reason, the sound that's Umahara Kawase sounds just, it's a, it sounds like a, a familiar name and I don't know why. Y'all run out to that a lot, having a Japanese account, like the games, y'all just kind of like, huh? When y'all trying to play them on your Japanese accounts that y'all have? Well, 
I, I logged into my Japanese eShop to download the mm-hmm. Japanese app. You mm-hmm. can still launch the Japanese app with your U.S. account. It's a separate app. It's not necessarily, it's not based on the region you log in on. It's a separate mm-hmm. app you download. But all the games wow. are in Japanese, right? They're, they're speaking Japanese. Yeah, it'll be the Japanese version. So if, if it's yeah. a game, you know, if, if it's, a, if it's mm-hmm. an RPG, like a Fire Emblem, then I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to read anything. But if it's a Donkey Kong that has no text, it's still, it's still playable. Because yeah, I got an import of Monster Hunter crossovers. It's a uh, yeah, Japanese only release, and I've tried playing it here and there. And I mean, I, I have no idea what they're saying, but I mean, I try and just you know go out and I know what I got to do with my weapons and stuff. So I'm just wondering if y'all have Japanese accounts, if y'all find that y'all are limited on what you can actually purchase because you're just like find that the games you get, you're just kind of like, huh? I I, I don't yeah. really know what I'm doing. I, I have found that. If the game has a worldwide release, if you buy the game from the Japanese eShop, it will have English. It'll be the same, mm-hmm. basically the mm-hmm. same ROM dump that we'll get in the US. So mm-hmm. yeah, but the only thing, um, the only thing that I would caution you on that is, is we've received received some European copies of games, and, and while the you know, of course, the language is going to be the same, but DLC and things um, with Splatoon two. Uh, with the Splatfest, it ran on a European schedule for Splatfest. So, like, we would be having a Splatfest sometime. And because I had the European copy of Splatoon 2, I couldn't do it. It would not let me change my region to participate in the North American Splatfest. So, eventually, I had to buy it uh, on, on my own. So, just be careful. Uh, and, and you know what's interesting, Jesse, that you bring this up? There's actually... An Umahara Colisei game for Switch. It's called Umahara Colisei Fresh. And apparently it just came out, uh, let's see, in 2019. Yeah, because I did see it was a series. It wasn't just limited to the one game, but I did not know there was... I've never heard of the series before. But yep. yeah, it's there, there's, there's, there's two games. There's... Uh, um, Umahara Kawase Bazooka, and then Fresh. Yeah. Bazooka is um, probably the older game. It's 30 bucks instead of 40 Here's the deal. This game is made by Nicholas. Which oh, it's, it's Bazooka. The, the, the Fresh is. Bazooka is uh, Inan uh, developed that game. Yeah. So, yeah. Never. Don't think I've heard of them. Uh, interesting. So, you can go and check those out. There's some videos up of it. And the, the super, those two, and the Super Nintendo game up uh, over on YouTube. You can find it. And apparently, has done stuff there. Has done the cotton games. Okay, there you go. So, the new games to play, whether you're in Japan or um, or here, get something different. Uh, we do want to mention too that speaking of NSO games, if you have the expansion pack and have the uh, Nintendo 64 app, uh, there is a game breaking bug. Uh, in the Kirby 64 game, it will, uh, if you take damage while underwater, you could uh, be permanently stuck in the stun emotion. And the only way to out is to reset the level and start it again. Uh, Nintendo's been pretty good about fixing glitches for the, the Nintendo 64 app and uh, been real good about you know continuing to uh, improve it in, in certain ways with each update. Yeah, but so, how, how does that one get past testing? Right. <laughs> Well, yeah. it's some of the other ones. Is it, are is, it, is it on any any place with water, or is it only on that certain level? It sounds like anywhere if you're underwater. 
that's yeah that's not good at all that's a that's a, a huge bug <laughs> uh yeah they'll fix it you know you know why i got past them this is free uh or it's just it's just an old game that they don't think you might enjoy it either yeah. uh another news item here tim tim uh is scheduled to be released on nintendo switch on september 6th if you're not familiar with tim tim it is the um it's just a pokemon ripoff yeah, let's just call it what it is. It's uh, some people thought that they could make a better Pokemon game, the Pokemon Sword and Shield. So they made Tim Tim. How in the world is this game making it on Switch? Money, I guess. I don't know, but <laughs> well, but I mean, well, you would think it. Well, I know it's not using direct assets or anything, but you, just the concepts there. It's enough that's well, very familiar. You can't copyright gameplay and concepts. You, you, know, you well, can only copyright art and music and things like that so yeah well in fact there's there's a i saw a game coming called balloon flight which of course i misread when i when i saw the pr i misread it as balloon fight like why is balloon fight oh it's not the it's a different game balloon slight yeah. balloon plight balloon might you just make you make whatever you want it's it's fine it's totally where Anyway, this is coming on September 26th. It's been available on Steam uh, for a while. And so, yeah, it'll be out. Uh, if you're interested in non-Pokemon Pokemon, then there you go. It's it's coming. And speaking of Pokemon, uh, this is this is, this is totally a Nintendo thing. Like, I just look at it and go, I don't this understand is this. Well, this is Supreme Nintendo. This is Pokemon well, Company, but still, it's bonkers. Yeah, so uh, back in February... The Pokemon DP sound library was made available to let people stream and download audio tracks from Diamond and Pearl. That is now being shut down next week in five days. So if you go back and look, that's it's been available for three months. <laughs> what was the yeah, point? They, Why even put the energy uh, into this? Uh, apparently the notice came out on the 17th that it was shutting down and it just didn't catch the news until today but oh, so yeah, soon they, they put a lot of effort into that website it's a nice website you know when it works <laughs> but uh they they had to have the obviously i don't think they planned for this to be only up for three months something happened that forced them to shut it down i don't know what because they own the copyright to the music so why would they shut down them? can you play the music if you download it, yeah. Oh, so once you download, it, you can still. It's not like it's got like some kind of like digital signature oh, it's, it's, on it or anything. No, like there's that. no DRM, and so okay, well, okay. And and part of the benefit of downloading music from this site is you're able to play it, say, as background in a podcast or in a video, you know, and it's supposed to be legit. You know, they're not going to copyright strike you or anything. They would only do that. Guys are going to jump if, through windows, right? The, like it's mm -hmm. not. You, you couldn't just say, "Here's the song." But as long as it's background to some so something else, that's supposed to be fine and under the terms of their terms of in service. People who's downloaded the music can still do that. So that apparently that those terms still aren't ending. You just can't download it anymore. So if you want a copy of those audio tracks, you got four days left to download them. Was it like a test? Just as kind of like they wanted to see if people were interested, and that's why they just ran it for three months. Uh, no, no, it's just it's just the Pokemon company. They're no. like, I mean, 
was bad or good, just, good is bad. Like, like Jesse said, I mean, I just went to the website and looked around for just a second. It's a really well done website. Why? Mm-hmm. So the first time I went to the website, I couldn't download the bundles. I literally had to download each track one at a time. And there's like 140 tracks. And then I did go back later and I was able to download it in two separate zip files as disk one and disk two. And then I kind of put in the metadata to my hand to make it look nice in my iTunes. <laughs> the thing that, that that bothers me about this is is this is you know at least for Japanese fans, a lot of times soundtracks for games are made readily available. Now, like that's a thing. Like that you can go buy CDs of like Mega Man music and Mega Man X music and Castlevania and all kinds of things, buy on vinyl. But most of the time, if you use them even as a background, you could get hit a copyright hit on it. Right. But that but what I was saying is is that for us, it's like a lot of times video game soundtracks are not made available. Right. And so it's 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 really hard to find quality versions like this where it's like direct from the publisher and so to have it like just to be available for three months is it's just kind of strange but yeah i love i love like getting like video game soundtracks and so i love it whenever like they include that on a game what i don't like it is whenever they include it on the game and it's actually like the game downloads the soundtrack and it's just on your console so you can't like put it on your computer and put it on your like your your iTunes, you can like listen to it driving around your car and stuff like that. So I get the, my favorite a is a game, game comes with a disc. My favorite is a game comes with the a soundtrack, not the soundtrack, just a soundtrack. It has a physical CD, but it's like five tracks instead of. Oh, I got 50. it! I got I got it down here. Like uh, I got it right here. Like Sakuna, Rice and Ruin. Yeah, it's all like CDs and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I've been. And that's joint. I had to get like a CD uploader and stuff like that. I'm like, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Like, we, we we bought some Mac like computers for <laughs> for our job like uh, three years ago for the office here. They don't even come with with a CD drive anymore. They don't even come with the slot. We had to buy like a USB one to do stuff. It's like, yep. We've moved on, but. Like, I, I guess it's just that, like, in in Japan and other regions where these are readily available, it's just more culturally acceptable to have those. I wish it was more so here. Because, I mean, there's some incredibly good, even going all the way back to the NES, there's incredibly good music that's that's just, you have to go to YouTube and find it when the Nintendo copyright strikes you or whatever. Well, why, why copyright strike games? Like, the, we had that YouTube uh, user a few months ago who like lost their entire YouTube channel over the stuff. Why, why even go to the, to the trouble of copyright striking and doing all these things and like getting it removed. If you're not going to provide it, you know, and it's like with smash smash has an incredible soundtrack, right? So many remixes of things, and games, but they're like, yeah, you can listen to it on your switch and That's then you can put I'm your like- switch in your pocket and <laughs> I'm like, let me have it so I can put it on my phone and I can like. I'll pay for it. Well, I'll buy it. Around the house. Yeah, yeah, I'll pay for it. Yeah. Hey guys, joining us. The, the thing Sorry, joining that. us on the show right now, Justin Masson. He has arrived. How's it going, buddy? Oh man, sure, guys. It's been a journey today. All right. Three. Okay. I just I spent the last three hours outside building lawn furniture. Um, not not my best, not my best right now. You know, so it's been a real journey. To get here, do you, just, do you need to go? Do you need to go have a lie down? Um, I'm going to be honest. My back is really sore. 
Like I have been bent over lawn furniture, screwing yeah. nuts and bolts together. The middle of my back is, is I'm just getting old, you know, just getting really old where that just yeah, takes so, all the, uh, if you, if you just want to like, go ahead, we'll um, yeah. just lay we'll, down. We'll, just, we'll print it. Yeah. Just lay down where you are. Just um, recline in the chair. Yeah. I appreciate Turn your that. camera off. Yeah. yeah. We'll just, uh, we'll just take go care on of without you. me. No, no, we don't want to go yeah. on without you. We want to hear your voice. Mm, we just mm. he just doesn't want to see your face <laughs> wow that Jesse. Was not my, listen that is can, can wow. i can i tell you we i have already had problems earlier tonight with um things being uh things that i say being misinterpreted uh to to be uh something they are not Mm. Um, in a, mm. in a, in a discussion with my wife, where we were talking about a subject that we were very, both very passionate about, very heated about. And, and yeah, so was, yeah, I'm not, I don't mean that Justin. I'm sorry. I, it's okay. It's okay. Your face, my, your face is fine. Thank you. I, I work on fine. it. I work on it every day. Do you I do? A, I do, do a lot you, of these. Do you do a, do, do you, do you have a, a <laughs> and you, you use, do you use some manscaped you products? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't actually use manscape on my face. Let me be really honest with you. I don't like shaving at all. Like I, I only trim. I only use a trimmer. That's it. As a matter of fact, true story. This last Saturday went on a date night, double date. And it was the first time in six months. I actually brought a straight razor, like to my face, trimmed it right all, you know, down. That's it. Like it's normally just a beard trimmer. Yeah. I hate shaving um, in general. Can, so. can I tell you something that revolutionized? I'll tell you later because we're sponsored by Manscaped okay. All right. one of their products. I'll tell you something about the, about facial shaving that re, mm. re, revolutionized the way I do it. So All right. it's, it's really good. But speaking of, speaking mm-hmm. of, you have arrived just, in, just time, in time for the ad break. Just in time for us to move on from the oh, news it's so funny. and take a break. Do you, can you vamp hear a word from our can sponsor? Can you vamp for like one more minute? Yeah, <laughs> I sure can I'm, because... I was thinking this morning, um, yeah. you know, can, can I tell you something the other, that of course I, I'm here. I'm all ears. I got a, uh, I, I ordered a, um, a shipment of um, the shampoo and oh, conditioner for Manscaped. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. Yes. Yeah. And then, so, and, and then they sent me another bottle. They did. Oh, they sent another <laughs> bottle. <laughs> this I got I got one. I was like, "Hey, son, you." So now, so now, me and him both are using the shampoo and conditioner. Nothing wrong. And I can that. tell you the way our hair has never smelled more manly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today's show is sponsored by Manscaped. Of course, been a sponsor of this for almost a year now. Big thanks to Manscaped for that. But I mean, that's exactly it. They're they're. Uh, I am just about done with the shampoo, the two in one shampoo, and the body wash. And actually, here's the other thing: my deodorant is done now. So I'm going to get ready to send in my order for Manscaped. And of course, I'm using the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S for 20% off and free shipping. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to be honest, true story. I get up at about six o'clock in the morning to get ready for work. My wife is still sleeping. We've got an ensuite bathroom. So I'm trying to be quiet, kind of, you know, getting ready. The man's here's the thing I love about the Manscaped products, right? They are like Manscaped. They're made out of metal. They are made out of a hard metal. And I'm trying to be super, super quiet in the morning. And I got in the bathtub and I'm raising my leg, you know, as you would to get in the bathtub. And I hit the top of both of these metal 
shampoo and metal body wash and it's and they're rolling down the bathtub clang 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 boom and i'm like well if she wasn't awake she sure is now <laughs> but of course manscaped makes incredible products and that's why i have that right by the edge of my bathtub to use every single day when i get up for my shampoo and my conditioner two in one and the body wash which i absolutely absolutely love and i do love their deodorant that you can use as well and i here's the thing i like about it. some deodorants like, listen, I'm, I don't want to call out deodorants, Old Spice. I'm looking at you, but I find like, hey, if, you're if not calling I, them out. I'm not calling out. I'm not calling out Old Spice, but they know what they've done. All right. So here's a true story. Again, maybe on a Friday, I'll get up, I'll shower, put Old Spice on. The next day we're out in the yard, right? We're working. Maybe I didn't have a shower. Of course, I'm getting a little, a little bit stinky. By about five o'clock that afternoon, it smells like something died. And it's it's me. It's under the arm because I find that they don't have that long lasting strength protector, much like Manscapes deodorant does. So I'd recommend that. Of course, that code again being Nindads, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, 20% off and free shipping. Big thanks to Manscaped for their continual support. And of course, the other other sponsorship of our show today is Gooder. Gooder glasses. Gooder believes, hey, gaming should be cool and your uh, stuff that you wear should also be amazing. And Gooder makes incredible glasses these ones i'm wearing right here are blue light glasses i wear these every single day to work and the lovely part about it is after my day and i'm in front of three screens my eyes don't hurt as much anymore and i find i don't have headaches anymore which is absolutely true and absolutely amazing because of the blue light coming off your screen some doctors say it's bad for your eyes and cause headaches i have definitely found since i've been using gooder glasses that that has been reduced the other thing i love about gooder not only they make amazing gaming glasses, just sunglasses. Ladies and gentlemen, it is May. It is sun's out, right? We're getting ready. You're throwing on the sunscreen. You're getting on the sandals. You're heading down to the beach. You got to make sure you got a pair of sunglasses. And, and, and uh, Gooder has those sunnies that you need. Head over to their website, gooder.com. Use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 15% off. They have amazing, amazing glasses. Marty, I saw you were traveling recently. I, I watch you. I follow you on social media. And what are you sporting? Boom, you're sporting your Gooder glasses. Always. Which is amazing. Always. Which is amazing. They went and, on a cruise with me. Yep, yep. They got lost on a cruise. Yes. I lost them. I ordered the exact same pair the day I got back from the cruise because I cannot live without them. It's, and the nice it's, and here's the thing good. I'm willing to bet you, Marty, you show up and you're like, hey, I got to order some new glasses. The nice part is they're not breaking the bank. They are no, no, high no. quality glasses at really affordable prices. You know, I was I just looking. Uh, I had a friend of mine who was looking for uh, recommendations on sunglasses and he mm. mentioned a certain brand. Mm-hmm. And I thought I will go and look at these to see how yep. much they are. Yep. Uh, and the same, he was like, I'm, I really like these because they have polarized lenses, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, ironically enough, Gooder also have polarized lenses. lenses. Yeah. So, I went to look at his uh, the glasses of choice that he was looking at, $200 Whoa. Oh. a pair. $200 wow. a pair. And wow. I was like, my dude, here's the deal. Take this code. Go to this website. Save yourself some cash. Those same glasses that you're looking at there are about $25 on Gooder.com. Yeah. And you're going to get uh, free shipping. You're going to get some percentage off. Yeah. You're going to yeah. help our podcast if yeah. you go over to Gooder.com. And, and what you should do with that, that $200 you already had, si- had set aside for these polar glasses? Buy, buy eight pairs of them. Give them to your friends. Give them buy to your family. Pairs, or I was, what I was actually thinking was that yeah. he should take me out for a taco. That's taco and sunglasses. Those combos are amazing, right? Yep. 
Right. Absolutely. Yep. It's like peanut butter and Chinese food. How do those combinations not go together? You know, they're amazing stuff. Um, I don't but, know what you're talking nope. about there. OK, that's weird. That must that's be so a weird. Canadian thing. Very there good. is a peanut um, sauce that tastes really good. On Chinese peanut, peanut, peanut chicken at yep. my local Chinese is my favorite. Nice. It's it's, it's always been good. I'm also going to give a one more selfish plug plug for Gooder. Um, this is a true story. My daughters took my Gooder glasses. These are these pink ones um, and they put them on our dog Cashel. And he looked absolutely adorable. So if you want to see an adorable picture of my dog wearing gooder sunglasses, head over to Madison 23 on uh, Twitter. And it's uh, it's pretty awesome. And we tweeted out to gooder and said, hey, looking for a new spokesperson. And they were great to respond. I love gooder. And um, yeah, let's do it. I'm hey, going for- right now. I'm yeah, big thanks look. again to Gooder and Manscaped for their continued support. Guys, I'm sorry. I have just rambled off on for 15. By the way, my computer is like not functioning right now. So I was never able to pull up the actual copy that we're supposed to use for these ad reads. So I apologize that this is purely off, off the hip. So, well, I think you've done a good job because now I want to go uh, buy some more Manscaped stuff. There you go. Hey, the I way, saw in the notes here, by the go way, ahead. can I, can I say this as yeah. a, as a, as a dude, I'm going to say this uh, guys uh, it's, it's about to be summer. It's about to be really hot. Things are about to be sweaty in certain regions. All I'm going to say is you need a bottle of crop preserver yep. and you need to use it. It'll change yep. your life, especially, especially if you are a fellow like me who suffers from something that so many of us affectionately know as chub rub. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chub rub. So just saying, rub. Yeah. go ahead and uh, yeah. Over there and um, use those codes. Get yourself some crop preserver. You will be glad you did uh, come like July 4th when you're out there uh, sweating, growing those dogs, looking for the fireworks and not hurting in certain areas. Yeah. Just from existing. Hey, I I see we're about to segue off this pretty quick here. Question. We are. And I I know. And I saw, I just saw the notes here. I want to ask a question to this group. And I'm late. I apologize. Okay. No, it's fine. Tem, Tem. Getting a release on the Nintendo Switch. This Pokemon, yeah, we talked about that. I, what were the thoughts on this game? Because this game okay. actually looks kind of interesting, and that I don't know why. We, I called it Pokemon ripoff version. Oh, for sure it is, and they knew that for a while. And if they did two versions of it, they could call one of them Tim Tim Scam and the other Tim Tim Ripoff. <laughs> nice. Did you use that joke earlier? Like, is no, this the second? I, time? Saved oh, it for, I, was, okay. I just thought of it. It just came out. Okay, because I was like, like, if like, this is the happened. second time the audience has heard it, yeah, I appreciate it. it. I wasn't going to invest money in this, but if it shows up on Game Pass, I'll give it a try. Really? I would have thought this was totally in your jam. Uh, I've got other things that are still waiting for me to be pl- to play, like Kirby and Switch Sports. I kind of okay. listen. I kind of feel like this is one that we buy for Jesse and we force him to play it. Oh yeah, we're totally getting a review code for this one. Like these guys were oh, really yeah, it's good coming, already. buddy. Oh yeah, it's coming. it's coming. Uh huh. Uh huh. You're gonna have to play Tim Tim. Well, can we Photoshop this and, by the way, and name it Tim Tim like Tim off and put his face oh on the animals? Gosh, how haven't we already done that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was yeah. just my question. I was curious. Uh, I'm trying to see if what else is coming around September. If there's anything I need to be worried nothing. about. Nothing. There's nothing important. Splatoon. You're not playing that. Yeah, yeah, that's no, like, that's totally not that's your jam. For him to be like, uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm not. I, I should be I'm done with Live Alive by then. Hey, hey, Justin. Yeah. Hey, Justin, did you know yeah. Eston's here? Hey, Eston, what's going on? Not much. How are you? Good. Hey, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Is that the picture in the background I see there? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. How hyped are you for three coming out? Very hyped. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it immensely. Yeah, I'm hoping that, like, whenever they release it on the Nintendo store, that it's the special edition, that it's not like a uh, or collector's edition, that it's not like a limited thing. So that it's like punch enter now or you'll lose out for good and then subject yourself to eBay. Yeah, yeah, uh, it will be. Yeah, so. Yeah, so I'm hoping it's not anything like that. No, so I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, it's look, I'm loving the screenshots they're sending out, stuff like that. What's your What's your take on this? Because I saw the recent one. It was like what six or six or six part players in a party or eight parties, and then they people and then they combine together to make like a a, a one person thing. Have you make seen a this Voltron type thing? Yeah, yeah thank or, you. What like What's your thought on that? That feels a bit weird. I think, I think they're calling it Ouroboros. Yeah, Ouroboros. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts? What are yeah. your thoughts on that? I think it's different dynamic of the of the game, different mechanic of the gameplay. I mean, I'm not like you know, like put off by it. I'm interested to see how it plays into it. I mean, I like how too you can be running in the field and you can switch characters like on the fly. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm as some of the stuff they're adding into this game is just a lot different from whether the first and the second was. And so they're trying to uh, to give freshness to the game. So I'm I'm fine with it. Have they mentioned, do you remember, have they mentioned anything like, you, ha, you know, you should have played number two before you play? Is there, is there much connective tissue, do you think? Or do you think it'd be like, like, if I'm jumping into three and haven't finished two, or do you think it's going to be an issue? I haven't seen anything so far where it says like, or I haven't seen any screenshots where it's like, these are people from the first and these are people yeah. from the second. So if you haven't played it, so I'm leaning more toward thinking that with the third one, if they, they're going to bring people into it by more if they make it a jump off of it, as far as like having a prologue that you just kind of yeah. watch the video of at the beginning of the game and it kind of gets you caught up to speed. Yeah. Yeah. Or there, or there may be some cameo or some mention, but it won't like ruin the experience anyways. I'm going to be really honest with you. Xenoblade three, I am super hyped for, and I don't fully understand why or know why um, I enjoyed I because I'm not. Oh, that might be it right there. That's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent right there. Yeah, that's exactly it. No, so, no problem solved. We can move on now. Uh, but no, I'm excited. Like I played Xenoblade two and really enjoyed my time with it, but then I got distracted by something shiny. Um, I also have this weird desire to go get Xenoblade, the definitive edition. Um, can't find it anywhere locally. I think I have to get it from um, Amazon, but. Um, or you yeah. could just download the actual. I don't I, copy. I, I listen with three switches in my house. I do. I'm not a fan of this whole digital shenanigans you know what no what you're trying to say is you want to be able to trade it in later if you don't like it no i've you know what here's the thing i don't trade in games anymore as in like i have not done that since i was like 15 wow yeah okay. except my wife did make me actually sell some stuff before we moved i'm still bitter about that luigi's mansion original <laughs> on gamecube mario sunshine gamecube uh i have a copy of luigi's mansion and mario sunshine for yeah, GameCube. Yeah, yeah so uh, they may be yours who knows yeah, they have yeah. made their way down here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Aston, how, how's well? Well, well I'm, I just like talking to Aston. You know, hey, we haven't had a chance here. How's Fortnite going? That's where it's going good. Actually. I mean, we can I'm talk a, about that later. And what we've been playing. What's that? <sighs> Why you gotta be like that, Marty? You try and run a show here. I yeah. just try and come in and interrupt <laughs> the show. Fine, fine. We'll talk about that later. Fine. Uh, see, I, I only say that because I was going to talk about Fortnite okay. and what I've been playing and okay. ask you some questions about okay. it. So we can all have a big conversation about it. I was only thinking of you. I, well, pff, wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Others first. Anyway, uh, let's talk about some events, shall we? Do it.
So Tim would normally be here to uh, remind us about the dinner table, which is the every third Friday of the month. But he's not able to be on the show this week. But I wanted to remind everybody for him, uh, the dinner table is a show where Tim and the Nintendo Dads Discord community get together to discuss what's on everybody's minds. And this show is more um, just kind of group hangout than it is a show that gets produced, per se, uh, on the uh, the feed. We actually don't record it at all. Uh, and so if you uh, feel like you want to come and just hang out with some friends who also love Nintendo and love video games and you think would understand you, the dinner place is your is your place. Uh, and so uh, everybody brings a topic they want to talk about. And sometimes I've heard these uh, these discussions go on for a long time, like four in the morning, a long yeah. time. So uh, if you want to join in, you have to be a patron or a Twitch subscriber. Uh, and basically what happens is, is you will need to go into our discord and join the call on Friday, June 17th at 10 p.m. Eastern. All right. So June 17th is it's coming up pretty soon. That that could be a that could be a banger of a dinner table to join because in theory, that should be a couple of days after Nintendo's E3 direct. Yeah. In theory. Well, we know that Microsoft and Bethesda are going on June 12th. Their usual set uh, usual Sunday. Is, it's their usual Sunday. And so if uh, the dominoes begin to line up and fall right, Nintendo will potentially go, as they normally do, at 9 a.m. Central Time on Tuesday. June 14th. June 14th. Well, Nothing's been announced yet, so don't, don't hear us saying that. I think it's normally 9 Pacific, so it's 11 Central. 9 Pacific. You're right, Jesse. Thank you for the correction there. I, you're right. Yeah. Um, Tuesday does. the 14th is what we're predicting. Estimated. That's kind of the, the, that's kind of the date we're circling on the old Nintendo. I'm not saying calendar. predicting. We're estimating, right? <laughs> uh, I don't I, know that. I mean, I think something is coming in June from them, but if they may go not even on that week. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think, they they didn't do anything in June, but last I think year they did. Yeah, I think if we're going to hear something, we're going to hear it in the next week or two, or well, the week essentially. I don't. Right. I think it's going to be another forty-eight hour. You think so? Yeah. Hey, there's a Nintendo Direct in two days. Speculate away. They'll announce well, it right. during the Bethesda talk. Ooh. That could be. Ooh. Just, on a Sunday, you think? Uh, they don't do a whole lot of announcements on Sunday. They normally don't, but that would be cruel. Just well, pull, pull away the, uh, the, the, tra- the web traffic. Well, we're in, yeah. Well, we're, well, we're in the E3 conversation. Eston's here. Eston, yeah. what do you want to see from Nintendo at their, e, their quote-unquote E3? three any predictions not e3 yeah they're not e3 um yeah i'd like to see a release date for uh breath of the wild 2 um mm-hmm. i'd like to see a hint um I mean, i'm just pulling stuff out that i would like to see although i probably like none of this really will come um i'd like to see maybe a hint as far as like what the next kind of like uh um hint of a switch model we might get if it's going to be like kind of like an actual upgraded dock or something like that any kind of hardware thing yes i see head shaking i know i was going to get that with that and it's okay uh, come at me and the uh <laughs> and then i want to put them up <laughs> and, I wanna, and so but and then i also like to see some of the um uh, when is the uh when is the e3 when is it it would have been like the week of june 12th okay Okay. Yeah. And so, 
Yeah, that mainly that's my big thing right now. Just seeing when we get the uh, Breath of the Wild uh, to when we can get that, and then the um, maybe some uh, more hardware introductions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. So, I like all of it. So, I mean, I mean, I'm not like I'm not like you know, I don't have like a, a treasure trove of stuff I'm looking Here, for. Here's here's the only prediction I have because I think that this is such a weird year with things getting delayed like they have, and, and you know. Obviously, Advanced Wars are supposed to be out now, and because there's crazy stuff going on with that, and and Splatoon and and Xenoblade swapping, and Breath of the Wild two getting delayed. Um, I, the only prediction I have is I do think that we are going to get another Game and Watch handheld, and I think it's going to be Kirby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I think that we will see that at some point this year, it may not get announced at E3. It may be kind of a thing that they throw in toward the back half of the year to pad out the release schedule. Cause that's easy, right? I mean, those bodies are pretty much the same. You just make a different, uh, you know, different color parts. Yeah, so basically an NES emulator inside. Yeah. You can slap whatever and you want. It would be really, it would be really great to have Kirby one and two, cause those were Game Boy games. Kirby's event and Kirby's adventure all on the same, um, you know, little device, kind of like they did with, with the Zelda version. So what, what type of legacy game and watch game would they th- change up and put Kirby on it? That's hard. Well, you know, Kirby's always kind of had those game and watch style mini games since adventure that have been boiled into the, you know, baked into the game. Like they had the samurai thing with, with adventure and the shootout. Uh, and there's always been different things like that. I don't know. Um, I'm not really familiar with the whole game and watch catalog. So that's going to be a good question more. for our audience. I used to be more well-versed when I was younger. Yeah. I see uh, I see a couple of uh, a couple of comments here in the chat and Frendo saying Advanced Wars release date. I'm going to be really honest with you. <clears throat> I, I think that's going to end up being a 2023 um it's such a that is such a finicky one based on the world and i think you know how how much time you give in respect to the after after a war is done right obviously you can't put it out now i mean it's literally done right like like the models are pressed right it's it is sitting in a where they are sitting in a warehouse somewhere that game, it's it's sitting in boxes yeah, yeah. sitting in pers- boxes one person had it downloaded for a day yeah um <laughs> so i think i think that i think that one's that's going to be, I mean, the other thing with that is Nintendo, that could also be very much a one that Nintendo saves and just says, and it's out today, right? Like they, they could end up doing that. See, but I was kind of phys- thinking that maybe, it, so. maybe that's what they, maybe that's one of the things they lead with during in June mm-hmm. Yeah, could is, be. hey, it's out today. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think they can do that if they have physical copies out there. I thought about that after I said it, Jesse. I was like, yeah, you're 100% right. Sorry. I just want it. Uh, I mean, I know that it's it's a real niche game. It, I mean, it's not going to light the world on fire. It's not going to be a game of the year type thing, but I was really excited for it. And I, I can't wait to play Advanced that. Wars. Yeah, either have I. I've never played it. Yeah. It's kind of, I love it for, for the, the it's, it's kind of cute factor with the thing, but it gets some seriously deep strategy uh, mm-hmm. later in the game. I've never beaten either of them. I've played them, but I just love the, the aesthetic. But yeah, it, I, I really want. And to answer your question about what game and watch could it be, there is actually a, a, a game and watch game called Chef, where you flip different food items 
into the air with a frying pan. It could very well be flipping Kirby looking food items, you know, like a Maxim tomato and the little drink uh, thing. You yeah, could, that sounds. And then it's very, have, it's very on brand a, for Kirby. And let's have a Kirby model being the one flipping things. Yeah. It'd be super easy. Uh, but I, that, I'm holding out hope. I'm, I'm really holding out hope that we're going to get another one of those because I've got them, like I don't play them very often, but I've got them on my shelf over here with some uh, little stands that I got off Etsy. They're like uh, acrylic etched. And they look really nice. So it's so a little collector's item type thing. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's our event coming up. Uh, dinner table June seventeenth. Hopefully, we're talking about Nintendo stuff. Uh, let's head over to Justin's favorite segment of the night: Jesse's Pokemon Minute. Pika Pika Pikachu. I hate you all. Pokemon Go June content update. Pokemon Go Fest 2022 is next weekend from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. Fleshy Jesse is planning on live streaming this event. Starting on June 1st, trainers no longer have to wait until they are level 40 to earn Candy XL. Trainers will be able to start earning Candy XL at level 31. Adventure Week returns. Get ready to explore the wide world of fossils and rock-type Pokemon during this fan-favorite event from Tuesday, June 7, 2022, to Sunday, June 12, 2022. Pokemon appearing in 5-star raids. Kyogre from June 1st through June 7th. Groudon from June 7th through June 16th. Mewtwo with Shadow Ball from June 16th through June 23rd. Mewtwo with Psy Strike from June 23rd through July 1st. Pokemon appearing in Mega Raids. Mega Steelix from June 1st through June 7th. Mega Aerodactyl from June 7th through June 16th. Mega Venusaur from June 16th through June 23rd. Mega Blastoise from June 23rd through July 1st. June's research breakthrough encounter is Clink. That is all of the Pokemon Go news for the week. Robo Jesse. Is anyone really concerned that Robo Jesse referred to other Jesse as Fleshy Jesse? I, thought you I think that's our that. show title for the week. That bothers me in so <laughs> fleshy, many different levels. Fleshy Jesse. Oh my gosh. We have, we have crossed uh, the Uncanny Valley. We're, we're oh in the Uncanny God. Valley. I'm going to get Which, worried if the thing asks, uh, do you want to play a game? Right? Yeah, yeah. If it does, do you I'm want to play? Here. Do you want to play with me? Unplug that bastard. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's done. It's done. Yeah, We're not charging. <laughs> that's 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 Robo Jesse uh, version one. That's the prototype. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move into what we've been playing, shall we? Do it. Eston, we're going to start with you. You're our guest. Tell us what you've been playing lately. All right. Uh, I got my switch by here because normally when I put on the spot, I kind of switch on my everything I've been playing. But the um, I did finish Far uh, Changing Tides. Yes. Love, love, love that game to death. I love Far Lone Cells. Love Far Changing Tides. Love how they're connected. So uh, good. I wish they would like do a physical copy of the far changing tides just so I can have the physical copy. I would buy it even though I've like finished far changing tides. Um, beautiful game. Really would recommend anybody that's looking for a great little game that they can sit down and just play. And yeah, you could probably knock it out in one weekend, but it is definitely a fun little, like uh like little puzzle platformer. And um, 
this one has different parts about it where you, you're like going underwater versus the other one. And again, they are connected, the first and the second one. And the way they end off, I mean, it is suggested that they could like potentially do like a like a third one. And I really hope that they go off and they do like a third one on this and make this kind of a chain of games. And the visuals on the second one are just as great as they are on the first one as far as some of the background. I actually did take some screenshots on my Switch just because of some of the visuals that I did see. Um, also, one I've been playing as far as visuals, uh, yeah, all these puzzle platformers I've been doing. But as um, I want to get the name right of it, the subtitle name of it right, but as a uh, Vesper, um, like a little puzzle platformer, and <laughs> you're this like uh, like alien like little robot thing, and you are actually like uh, it's like these humans made these gross humanoid guys made these gross errors, and you start off the game escaping from the ship that's under attack, and it's like these two different types of uh, these alien robot beings and of these different almost like religious factions and um and you're on one side and you're on the side that really is not very armed at all and so you make a go for it at the planet below and so ensues you having to do all this puzzle platforming to try and get to a safe place and um really can't go into too much detail on the storyline because i mean you go to these data points and it gives you reveals to like uh, radio transmissions as far as like, you know, who you are, why you're there, you know, how these kind of, if you will, like I said, using it loosely, these religious factions as far as like why they're at odds at each other and what happens to the actual, to the, the humanoid people. Um, and the puzzles can be kind of a little bit repetitive here or there that you're doing, but um, they do add some variety to them. But again, it does get repetitive. But the visuals in it are great too. The music is spot on. Um, looks really beautiful on the OLED. Um, if you really like the Ori games and the kind of like that deep saturation of like light and that uh, bioluminescence, then definitely it's a uh, it's a good game to play. Um, what was the name of that game? Been playing uh, Vesper. Vesper. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I've been playing uh, some of the uh, Lego Star Wars. Um, playing that mainly like with my son and uh, by no means am I touching anybody's count right now on Kyber Bricks um, I'm just basically just playing the, playing the movies and stuff like that and uh, so I know some of y'all are really deep into the weeds on getting those Kyber Bricks and uh, I'm just having fun just playing the game and trying to do like little side missions you know and, uh, and playing some of the characters and just having fun with my son and just mainly letting him just take the lead as far as what you want to do now. We'll go do that. And so I've been doing that and um, doing Mario Kart. Uh, some of the people in the Discord community has been doing the, uh, some Mario Kart races with them. Um, as mentioned earlier, I've been doing some uh, Fortnite on the uh, Switch. So kind of my staples there. And the Monster Hunter, actually uh, on the Monster Hunter Rise, I actually decided to uh, switch my weapon up I'm getting ready for Sunbreak coming out. And after doing um, dual blades all this time, I decided to go with uh, something that I um, I play a lot of in games. When I do a lot of MMOs, I'm a lot of times a ranged weapon and a bow. And so I decided for once to try it in Monster Hunter Rise, just play the bow and fell in love with it. And I'm like, why have I not been playing this the whole entire time? And so I just proceeded to just really sink a lot of time into just getting myself geared for the best bow build and get parts to get the best bow. And um, I was already in love with the game. So it's not like I had to like 
fall in love with it again. But um, but now I definitely got my my primary weapon that I love. In fact, loved it so much so that I had all these like five or six different dual blades with different types of elemental enchantments on it, and I went and I sold all those dual blades just to get all the uh the money together to uh to build what I needed to build. And so uh so I'm ready for Sunbreak to come out. And um, I mean you really. I know you really can't see it because it's off camera, but I mean, I actually have some of the models of actually some of the actual dragons from the Must Hunter Rise game. I've got like a Rathlosa back there and some other ones. So. But um, so I've been playing that. And um, actually, yeah, as if I needed more on the Switch to play, but um, actually, I got the itch for uh, Stardew Valley. So I fired that back up. Great and, uh, game. Yeah. And so I went back in and started. I said, I finally want to get myself out of winter and back into spring. So I played it enough to get back into spring and playing in some of my spring cop crops. And so I've been uh, doing that. And that, um, that, ga- that game is, is, you know, that it's such a, such a fantastic game. Yeah. Right. And, and it, that's um, I, my wife likes a lot of, like saw a lot of puzzle games. And I said, you know, I, there's this game called Stardew Valley. I think you might like, let's give it a shot. And it is like, I think she's 300 hours into that game and just keeps, and it's just like her comfort food. And she's got my other daughter into it. They do split screen. And I, I watch it and I'm like, I, I'm not getting into this. I can't, but it's such a like compelling game. And the fact that one person built it is just incredible. Um, I can't wait for their, his next, his next foray is, is I think the chocolatier or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, chocolate tier. Yeah, yeah that haunted looks, chocolate tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what definitely is comfort food. I mean, I definitely get into it, and here and there, I jump in, you know, and, and get my stuff going, and and then I kind of go off and play a little bit, and then come back and play it, and and yeah, definitely. I mean, his hand bone is reminding me. No, I won't. I won't forget the crop preserver. Definitely not. And yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm. Yeah, it's definitely like a little comfort food because it because uh, I did so many hours at Animal Crossing. And then, like, I was like, oh, what can I do? Because I got burned down the Animal Crossing, but I want to do something that's kind of like that little thing we can kind of jump in. I want to get that same kind of fix, that same kind of taste, that same kind of flavor. And then my son was playing Stardew Valley, and then he's like, uh, my wife playing it. So it got to be like in the mornings, I would hear these roosters every morning in, the, uh, <laughs> in their switches. And so I'm like, let me see what this game's all about. And that's kind of what got me into it. But, um, but yeah, so uh, so that's what I'm – and helping my son recently he got really into smash bros having all his friends come over and they've been like getting together and doing all these smash bros things so i've been helping him like going through this uh smash bros and unlocking everything and finally we're going from like the light world now into the dark uh part of the uh thing and so uh i know i'm not doing it justice but uh the dark world and um so he's got like all the characters unlocked now. So I'm helping him do that. So he's pretty stoked now. So now when his friends come over, they can all play, you know, they have all the characters at their disposal. So I've been doing that, but that's on his switch, but yeah. still something I've been playing. You got to You got to put in the dad hours. You know what I'm saying? You got it. You're, yeah. you're there. And I think that's, that's showing up when you need to show up. You know what I'm saying? doesn't yeah. matter. Hey, didn't I missed your hockey game, Mr. Baseball game. It's cool. But you got the smash characters unlocked and that's really important, right? Those kind of, those kind of dad <laughs> moments. I want to ask you, you were talking earlier about, um, Monster Hunter and uh, the, the kind of the itch there. And I, and obviously um, knowing you from Fortnite, right. Playing some Fortnite games together. There's that kind of battle pass. Did you ever try Dauntless? No. Never I, 
I give give it a give it a download, Eston. Yeah. Um, it's a free to play game. Yeah. And it is the it is just the monster hunting part of Monster Hunter, and yeah. it's got a battle pass and it's got gear that you kind of kind of level up. I I those are the reasons I actually didn't buy Monster Hunters. I was like the monster heart hunter part of it. I can just go to dauntless and do, like you do raids, you all. So there's a lot of fundamentals. I would be very interested in hearing what your thoughts are for a person who likes Fortnite, likes monster hunter. If dauntless is something that you would recommend or that, or that might scratch some of that itch for you. Um, again, it's free to play. I'd highly recommend trying it, but I'd love to hear your input on it. Yeah. appreciate it. I mean, I'll, I'll not like you it. don't have any other games to play. Yeah, you're just yeah. twiddling your thumbs doing nothing or getting yeah, excited yeah, for yeah. the next update. But you know, if you have free time on your hands. Yeah. Yeah. When I can plug a minute there. Yeah. No, yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. I mean, I appreciate you mentioning it to me. Yeah. Cause it's a, uh, definitely, yeah, definitely games on the switch that like, I, I know I'll never get away from and like monster hunter is one. And then like, yeah, the Mario Kart is like one for sure. And like, I'm going to say the Stardew Valley. So yeah, but I'll check out Dauntless. And um, so, yeah, I mean, and then I've been playing some PlayStation games, but this is a Nintendo show, so I want to talk about those. Oh no, no! Listen, hey, listen. Play the, the, the one of the founding members of PlayStation Dads. Of course, you got to be here and throwing us some uh, some information about uh, what, what's playing on, what's going on PlayStation. So this is your space, Aston. Let's talk about it. Oh, I'll be I'll be brief because I respect the time for all the others too. Because y'all want to talk about what y'all been playing, so. God, my cameras. Do y'all see that? My cameras. Like, yeah, I was like, am I am I having a stroke? What's going on here? It's yeah. just he's in a rave and he's yeah. you know sure it's just it's yeah. rave mode. Um that's his PlayStation saying, Hey, talk about me. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no. I actually have been to a lot of raves here and there. So yeah, I, I, don't bring back those days. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've done those quite a number. Yeah. So I want to go back here and I want to talk because the three of us, Eston and Justin and and I, we are all been playing Fortnite. You all know, right, Jesse, and, time for power nap for you, buddy. Yeah, talking about uh, this season, you know, this season's coming to an end uh, in about a week. Uh, they announced today that there will be a season-ending event called Collision. Uh, it's happening on June 4th, which unfortunately is the day that my daughter has her dance recital. So uh, I just hate to tell her that I'm not going to be there. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, the, I'm probably not playing this event. But... Um, the, the tweet that announced this was very interesting uh, because it, it said something about blasting off uh, and leading to the to the idea that next season is going to be very space focused. And the rumor has been out like there Team for Rocket a while blasting off again. that Darth Vader is going to be a part of the battle pass next year or, or next season. So interestingly enough, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, the character skin hit the eShop today or recently or hit the, the Fortnite shop um, along with a trailer, which concludes with a red lightsaber. So I'm feeling like this is pretty much confirmation that Vader is going to be in the next battle pass, which is awesome. But it also confirms a couple of things that you guys might not know about. Um, the rumored, um, you know, this 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 season was the blade, you know, that you could get, you could customize and do all the Omni chips, the Omni blade. Uh, the, the rumored um, build it for next season is an action figure that you unlock different parts for. Uh, yeah. That you like can change his arm out or his head or his torso different things like that, which I think is really super cool. 
the uh, the guest in the battle pass. The rumor is it's Indiana Jones. Which is, is pretty cool. Um, I'll, I'll say this: like I this this season on the the Fortnite, like I use I have been doing over the last couple of seasons uh, up to a hundred, and then doing the first couple of bonus pages where you get like you know there's extra stuff. Um, I really thought it was kind of crappy for this season that they locked Doctor Strange's glider and his wrap for weapons behind the bonus pages. But then through a couple of just really throwaway characters in the battle pass, uh, you know, like, why are they even there? Um, Gunner was cool. Dual stage passes now. So, so what it is, Jesse is, is every time you level up, you get five stars that they call them battle stars. You can spin them as you like, but really you can't because to get, like you can't just go all the way to level 100 and be like, "Ooh, I want that." You have to unlock pages by unlocking different things, but you can unlock it at your own pace. Um, afterwards, there's always been this kind of thing where if you leveled up a little bit after you got to level 100 and did all the battle pass, that you would get like holographic or metallic versions of different characters. Um like back in, in uh, chapter two, season four, when they did the Marvel thing, you could get um, silver, gold, and platinum versions of Iron Man and Captain America or, or whoever was in the Battle Pass, uh, Doctor Doom. But That's now like what they do. Fortnite's version of Rose Gold Peach, Baby Peach. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, mainly, it's mainly just to say, oh, hey, look, I made it to that level. But what they've done since uh, really the end of chapter two and into the beginning of chapter three is taking some cosmetics that you normally would have been able to get in the battle pass and putting them past level 100, uh, which is, you know, really now to to get everything before it starts going into like the prismatic colors for each um, skin. You have to get to at least level 140. Which is, I guess, on their on their part, we'll talk business, Justin. Here, uh, it's smart because it's, hey, we've added forty levels uh, of stuff of content to keep you playing longer, right? Yeah, because otherwise you'd go to hundred and then you stop playing for three weeks. Which is what I wanted to do this season. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I got, oh. I got Doctor Strange. I'm done. I want to interject. I did read today that they're bringing a Pac Man stuff into it too yeah yes i saw that um do you know how terrifying it's going to be to have like a man-shaped pac-man <laughs> with a gun running around in Fortnite? waka 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 <laughs> it would, if he did if it did that when he ran it would be awesome justin where are you for this season what's your level uh 106 i think i just i just passed over it not too long ago i was pretty gotcha. uh, pretty hard determined to to get to dr strange um yeah you know I, i'm still in like it's still comfort food for me just like apex mm-hmm. is yeah uh, i find interestingly enough like this season especially with the no build mode right i i it's found great. i find it great but i find more and more they're getting closer and closer to being a lot more aligned with apex mm-hmm. um and yeah. even some of the even some of the weapons that you're seeing brought in are very akin to some of the apex characters specials. The airstrike is a great example. That's Gibraltar's, uh, fin- that's Gibraltar's finisher special move, right? Uh, the ability to launch that sonar and show where people are 
that's bloodhound or seer, right? So there's a lot of kind of um, overlap that, sorry. Yeah. So you got the slide. Yeah. The slide. Oh yeah. The slide is such so apex. Yeah. Like there's a ton of, of just overlap there. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm interested to kind of see, and I actually heard rumor that they were thinking that they might be bringing in an arenas mode into um, Fortnite, and so it'd be like 3v3 similar to what the arenas is in apex and they're short tight games um i find it interesting just how much both games are kind of stealing from each other to to end up moving forward but um you know i think i think them moving to this kind of extended battle pass really is trying to encourage people to i mean just stick on as long as possible right the oh you want this really cool skin you want this you're going to have to invest time and energy, right? The longer you're in their ecosystem, which is exactly what they want, the more likely you are to spend their money. And if they can bring in recognizable IPs, Darth Vader, Obi-Wan, all the Marvel stuff, then they're, then they're making hand over fist money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly what they want. And I think, you know, as we were talking about recently, kind of the, uh, the content around Fall Guys, the influence of, or the reach, I guess I should say the extension of, um, epic games into these IPs is incredible. So like, can't really fault their business model. If I'm being completely honest, I was a little disappointed that I had to like go into like level 105 or whatever it was to get all the stuff for, for kind of like base 100. But again, it's keeping people in there. And if they're in there, they're spending money. So that's good. Esther, what did you think of this, of this, um, of this season and kind of what do you hope to see more of from Fortnite or, and I guess the question is like, what, like when I jump on and you're playing, like you are, man, you're a madman. Like you are levels above everyone else. Uh, typically what keeps you drawn to that game? Like, why do you keep going back into it? Is there something specific about it or, or just, you know, yeah. Curious. Oh, my draw to it is just like, um, I think we like have like um, some people that hit me up and on DMS and they want to like play. And so, like, I typically, like, join up with them and I play. So, it's more of, like, kind of, like, companionship as far as in that mm-hmm. regards, playing with mm-hmm. And then, like, um, my son also plays it. And so, and, I mean, he he got really, I mean, he's, like, chin deep into it. And so, like, he's, like, saying, hey, Dad, play Fortnite with me. Hey, Dad, play some Fortnite with me. And so, we play together, you know, and, like, I, we play duos. And, um, you know, and it's really, it brings him a lot of joy when we get, like, a, you know, the victory war out and we've done yeah. it together, just him and I. And so, um, so I play with him. And so it's a, that mainly just camaraderie and just, you know, playing with my son, both of those at the same time, just kind of a uh, dual fist in it, if you will. Yeah. Keeps me into it. And so that's, that what keeps me coming back to it. It's not necessarily the scans. Like if I don't get the Dr. Strange, I don't get the Dr. Strange. Like some of the scans that do come up, I'm like, Oh, I'd really like to have that. Oh, I want to have that one. And some of the other ones I'm like, ah, if I make it, you know, and I, and I, and I get to Dr. Strange or I get to that, that's, that's cool. That's cool. I'm fine with that. But, um, like the Spidey one, I would really want to get to that one. And like mm-hmm. when like uh, Mando was in there, I'm like, Oh, I'm getting yep. Mando. Yeah. And, um, and like when Predator came through, I was like, Oh, I'm getting the Predator. And so some of that stuff out there, I'm really like, I'll, I'll, I'll latch on to and I go after. So some of the quests they actually have in the game at times, I'm like, oh, I want to get that. Like right now, the Omni chips, I'm not so big on it. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I get the Omni chips, that's cool. You know, if I don't get the Omni chips, that's fine. I look, you know, uh, yeah. next season would be kind of cool. And see, and for me, the, the, the Omni chips this season with them putting them on the map and mm-hmm. 
you know, like I think the season before it was something you could get out of chests and do di- different random things. I was new. I was never but the alien coins, I think, was another one, you know, where you had to like to build the alien. Um, with the Omni chips being on the map, this I've almost got the entire Omni sword, like rep all of it. And I'm, I'm like, I love that I'm able to do all that with them putting that on there. But I, I totally get what you're saying. Like with Obi-Wan being in the, the e-shop or the shop, I, like I would have flipped out about that like two or three seasons ago. But now I'm like, I just don't have them. Like I, I, I was looking the other day, like um, I, I do the Fortnite crew. So I get the, the extra, you know, the crew skin every month. Uh, and yeah. with that, I'm, I'm almost at my threshold for saved skins wow like i'm like three wow. away for a hunt yeah, from a hundred because for the last like from like chapter two season three on i've gotten level 100 in the battle pass every time and i've and i've bought some too that i like but i mean um when you do when you've got the the battle pass plus the crew plus you know people have gifted me some skins too uh it's it's really like I'm gonna have to make some decisions. And I don't ever like always. I don't do the the shuffle. Like I get stuck on one, and I'll play as it for a while, and then I'll move to another one, and move to another. Yeah. One. So about um, to clean the fridge of your skins. Soon. I'm gonna have to. Well, I mean, I'm gonna have to delete some of the saved, um, you know, loadouts. combinations and yeah. loadouts. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to delete. Are some you of able those. to recover them later? Or yeah, yeah. You can because okay, you like you. It keeps up with all your skins, and then like however you configure it. You can then save that as a as you know a slot one, slot two, all the way through one hundred. Yeah, you kind of have uh, like lo- you kind of have like lockers that you can be like. That's oh, which yeah. Like thinking there? about it like that, like I'm I'm going to take my outfit out, and that's the whole yes. thing. You know, it's yeah. back bling, all that stuff. So but yeah, I would say this: a sir. locker, and then you're able to configure the lockers from a larger pool. Yeah. Yes. You the, can't the thing, do, you can't go from A to C. Yeah, I think that that where I would love to see them go and what we uh, actually my son and I were talking about this the other day uh, about how cool it would be to to have Fortnite skins actually mean something past like just cosmetics. Mm-hmm. And the only way that I could see that happening is, is if you attach an ability to it. Yeah, then you get in the pain to win complaints. Yeah, well, you but if that ability is. You know, if there's a pool of common abilities and every skin has one, then it's, is it really? Because okay. you could say that about Apex too. It's like, because well, like, like, some of those things are locked from the beginning. So, and So it's like, like Splatoon. Kind of. Yeah. Like each, each, you know, it would repeat, but like, you know, there are some characters that it would make obvious sense for them to grapple or swing like mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Or like Lara Croft or, or, you know, like that. They would have that ability or there would be a beacon ability for some or there would be, you know, all, obviously it would all help you. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, like, I what's think- my incentive if I'm if I'm in the game and I'm getting skin, skin, skins every season? What's my incentive to go buy them? Well, Other I, than, I, ooh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I think the moment you start doing that, I, like I hear you, I hear you, Marty. But all of a sudden, now you're now you're into Overwatch. Now you're into Apex. Sure, right? Where where what Eston chooses is going to have a huge impact on me, right? Oh, Eston's choosing a you know a tank. Okay, well, do we have any? Do we have any uh, any healers? Right. So that changes the that changes the approachability. I think that's one of the things that Fortnite does well is there is no there is no uh, pay to win. 
right? I can, you can, you can jump in against somebody who has a trash, trash skin. They've never put a dollar into it, right? But they have put system is what you're saying. Yeah, there's no class, and they put 800 hours in a game, and they're just wrecking you, right? And you're like, that's awesome. And I think that's I get what you're saying. Yeah, Esten, you had a question earlier. I think about skins. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, for y'all, like owning a lot of skins, do you find like certain skins you just kind of like? And I get that, like, you know, what you were saying, like, Mark, you get hung up on certain skins and you stay on that skin. Like, what would you say your top three skins are that you play? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I'm going to come back like, to that question because I'm actually going to boot my switch up. Yeah, I'm doing my SS. And do you got yours and, available? I'm going to tell you what mine are. Oh, yeah, I can what mine are. Yeah. Okay, go yeah. ahead, Esten. What are yours? Sure. Uh, Mando, Gambit, and then I have Aloy, and I got the version of Aloy that you got if you uh, linked it to your uh, Fortnite with your PlayStation uh, five. Yeah, I didn't get that. Oh. And or yeah, Kratos. So got, that not way. the budget Aloy. It's the uh, it's the sweet looking Aloy. Nice. Budget <laughs> Aloy. I love it. Thanks. Yeah. That made me feel real good. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the budget. The budget Aloy. Uh, Justin, do you have yours? Yeah, or I'm you? just I'm just pulling mine up right now. I'm going to tell you. I I usually don't flip rotation very often, so I'll like choose a couple things I do, uh, especially when doing duos with my friend Jeff. We'll typically go with the exact same skin, the exact same loadout. Because it's confusing to people, right? Because all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, there's wait, there's two Mandos. And you're like, oh, I got Mando left. And the person's like, I got, wait, what? I've got Mando. And you're like, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Um, I like that strategy. That's a good yeah. strategy. There, I, I, you know, it's funny. I usually am very, maybe this is, this is the whole Donkey Kong part of me coming out. I'm usually the, like, the bigger kind of, like, clunkier um, characters. Yeah, is usually the ones that I'm, so I'm going to go to my locker right now. There is one of them that I that I always kind of go to. Um, it's the blood. It's the oh, what is it? It is. It is uh, Ripley versus Sludge, the Slurp series outfit. I don't know if you can see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 guy oh, that's oh, made yeah. out of Slurp, right? Yeah, the guy that made the, the guy that's made out of Slurp. I really like that guy. I use him a lot. He's okay. kind of my he's kind of my default. Well, um, I want to know what Slurp is. No, it's, it's like, like the shield, thing shield that is drink. made out of yeah. it's the thing that's uh made out of uh the, like the shield stuff is made out of yeah. like potions uh he's like a living oh the moonshine yeah agent agent peely in the tweed suit uh okay. is is one of mine as well i very much enjoy that guy it sounds like a children's book yeah get out of here agent uh, peely in the tweed suit uh yeah, okay so uh, i'm gonna go back here uh i'm gonna tell you that one of my favorites for sure is uh Dr. Doom from chapter two, season four. Because mm. if you if you if you got uh him to a certain level, he got this really sweet, not the green cloak, but it was white and gold. And mm. he just and and Dr. Doom is one of these that the very few Fortnite skins have this. They have a secret emote mm. that you can only do if you win. And it's if you win the game, he can you can emote and have him sit down on his throne. Nice. So uh, so yeah, I actually have ones I use for winter specifically, Sergeant Winter, okay. where it's like that super buff Santa Claus. It looks like he's going to kill you. Um, and I also have Snowman. Oh, yeah, he's got his hat all down his arm. And stuff yeah, like yeah. That. Those ones, I, those ones I go to. Uh, the other one that I really like from the recent season is Lieutenant John Lama. That's oh uh, yeah, he's he's that's cool. pretty good. Um, my other two would be, um, there's a version of fish stick where he's a, like a gummy candy. 
mm-hmm. that that was out a little bit ago. I love that one. And um, I, I just I'll be honest with you, Spider Man from from uh, this you know recently. Uh, I was I always was like, why is Spider Man not in the game? Why why have they done all these Marvel characters and there's no Spider Man? Right. And then they did not only did they do that, but if you went far enough, you got the black suit and then you got the future foundation uh suit as well. So I have all of those and those yeah, uh, those I did get my... all the Spider-Mans on that season. I went all in and got all the they're Spider-Man. so good. Yeah. And and yeah. and you know, the Mando skin is is great too. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I do love that there dog. are that there are certain skins that are not um tied to like an IP. It's a Fortnite exclusive IP, and I love that they've been able to 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 invest in a world, right? And and make you care about some of those. So uh, I'm in the eShop right now and I'm looking at this Obi-Wan Kenobi skin. Yeah, it's pretty and cool. I, and I have enough V-Bucks for it. Yeah, it's it's oh my gosh, it's pretty sweet. All right, we need to not be having this conversation. Anyway, anymore. Let's go. Let's let's uh let's get off here. Uh Justin, anything else you've been playing? Yeah, Aston, anything else? Uh, no, I, I won't need any more time up. Yeah, definitely. I respect y'all's time. Go ahead. Justin, what have you been playing? Nothing. Really? Re- to be very honest with you, yeah, the last couple of days. And I, I you know, I'm starting. Yeah, no, I really haven't been. Just my, just a little bit of Apex and Fortnite. So nothing new to start there. But I, I, I have a craving to get into some, uh, like a good, like I'm going to be honest with you, yes, and I'm, I'm looking at maybe going back and playing some, some, xenoblade and i don't know why but i have this like deep craving to start and then i'm like but i know that i have xenoblade 3 coming in less than 60 days and live alive so i don't know i i have some i have some real problems right now I'm i really something- i really don't see you playing live live oh, I, really I got don't. it pre-ordered do you really yeah and it's like I- it's like on my birthday it's coming okay out. okay way to hate well, it's just that's not your typical genre. I of know, games. but there's something about it. I'm, I'm, I have this deep itch for some like JRPG games. I don't yeah. know what's wrong with me. Embrace it. I, I think you're fine. Yeah, out the door. Go for it. Right? He's like, yeah, it's that's fine. Let's uh, let's make it happen. What else you got going on there, Marty? What? Or sorry. Uh, uh, well, I was going to throw it over to Jesse, yeah, Jesse and see what yeah. he's been playing. Okay, so I'll. Start with what I've been continuing. I got a little bit further into Final Fantasy III, the Pixel Remaster. Um, the, the where I thought I was going to a town of frogs and I had to turn into frogs to talk to them, that wasn't the case. The frogs were still just frogs, but there was a point where there's a hole in the ground where I had to turn into a frog to dive in, dive underwater through the hole to get to the next area. But once I get to the other side, I can unfrog and be normal. I didn't have to play the whole dungeon as a frog like it did as a mini earlier in the game. So I'm still like six to seven hours in. Either the game is a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be because I got like three crystals already, or they're going to throw like what they did with Final Fantasy IV and, oh, you got four more crystals you need to do. Like, what? I thought that was only four. Out of the, So I, again, this is, again, I have... I have never been gotten this far into this game before. Everything at this point is new, so I don't know what's going on. It's not like replaying one, two, or four, where I've I've played them a, d- a bunch of times. So this this is all new to me. So I'm still fighting. You know, not not fighting, but I'm still working my way through that. Uh, played a little bit more of uh, Nonogram Minimal. You know, uh, 
this one I'm playing normal like when I play the Jupiter games, I usually do it with, with some hints on just to get them through faster. But this one I'm playing with with all hints off to get they have a star ranking, so I get all three stars if I play with no hints. Um, so I think I'm 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 into the twenty five by twenty fives puzzles. So and they're taking like an hour or seventy minutes to to solve, and I find myself having to reset three or four times usually because I make one mistake and have to blow it up and start over. So it's taken me a while to get through this one. And then as the new game I played, as I hinted at last week, Regular Factory Escape Room, which is the the third escape room from, I think it's MC2 Games. I don't 100% remember the developer, but uh, I like their escape rooms and and I've live streamed most of them. I did live stream this one, not in entirety, but still it was almost three hours of streaming. And then... I did need to hit a, a walkthrough to figure out a few puzzles where I was stuck. But like after I stopped streaming, I finished the game. It was like another half hour after that. And just like the previous two games, the ending kind of is quick, but goes dark really fast. So I kind of like their twists at the end. But this one I kind of I kind of saw coming. But so, so if you like Escape Room games, check these out. That's awesome. Uh, so I want to talk about Act Razor Renaissance, which is a game that came out, uh, I believe it was last year. Yeah. On yeah. Switch. And I picked it up because I loved Act Razor when it was on Super Nintendo. And I played the first act of the first area and got to the like town building sim part. And then inevitably, like it always does, something else came along. And so with, Switch, you know, back in March, adding the the uh, folder ability, uh, I made one called Backlog. And so I put uh, started putting games in my backlog. And I, I had a, uh, a racing game at the start of that called 80s Overdrive that I was playing. And I just kept playing it. And it just kept making me mad and making me mad and making me mad. So I did a Jesse and I deleted it. Yay. And said, I'm not, I, I don't play games to get mad and get frustrated and walk away. So the next game on the list, because I alphabetized it, was Act Razor Renaissance. So I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a go again. And uh, I got sucked into it for like an entire week and a half. It's all I played. And I beat it over the weekends uh, and uh, loved it. So good. Um there's there's a lot of things that you can look at and go, okay, this is wrong with it. Uh, there's a few frame rate issues and everything, but uh, it's a really interesting story. If you're not familiar with ActRaiser, you play as a forgotten god they call the Lord of Light. And you, well, actually, you play as an angel serving the Lord of Light who um, you maneuver around a map. Uh, it's top down kind of perspective. And you help built these civilizations kind of build back and become thriving again. There's each area has a different problem and you can direct the people and you can use your uh, wonders to help um, basically terraform the map in some ways. Like uh, there's uh swampland where you can use the power of the sun to dry it up. 
or there's a boulder in the way. You can use an earthquake and break it down, you know, and then they can build through there. All the time that you're doing that, there's kind of like a, um, a shooting game going on because these monsters are coming out of holes in the ground and you're having to shoot them. And um, But at the start of each area and during each area, when you close the monster dens and at the end of each area, the Lord of Light actually comes down into a physical form uh, and you, he has a sword and you, you play like a side scrolling or platforming action RPG level where you level, you know, like you defeat enemies and get crystals and you get more powerful. And then there's a boss at the end, or in the case of closing the monster layers, there's a spawner that shows up and you have to defeat it. So I love this game when it was, and it was an early super Nintendo game. Uh, and actually they, they they did a sequel, Act Razor 2, and they eliminated the world building, the which sucked. It was it's I mean, it was a very important part of the game. Um, so it's like SimCity meets um I don't really know a game like it. I mean, SimCity meets Castlevania, I guess. Uh, because you know, you're going through these levels and you're using your powers and you're trying to beat the boss and uh did it and actually it unlocked a secret area afterwards. And so I'm working on that right now. It's kind of a difficulty spike. Uh, it, it does not like, there's still a little bit of story, but I don't think it's going to really um, spoil anything if I don't do it. So I'm, I'm waffling on it. I may, I may have had enough like the, 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 you know, the, the regular ending may be enough for me. So, but I would recommend this game. If you're looking, if you like Castlevania and like a sim game or like a town building game, you can't build the town however you like. You kind of just direct what's going on on the ground, but it has a, like a little puzzle element to uh, while you're trying to figure it out. And one of the things that you do occasionally is you call down lightning on your people. I was going to say blow, that. that's, and, that's my, and blow my up their homes. Because your your civilization has reached a new level and they are stuck in like these hovels, so you destroy their homes and then they build better homes and they're yeah, like, that's, that's, oh, that's thank you. Part. That's my favorite part of cleaning up a level before moving on is yeah, just blowing up all the level one houses so they build the level yeah. And there's all kinds of like interactivity between the different um, some of the different places. Like you'll get a uh, an item in one of the levels. Like the people innovate and they'll and they'll bring you an offering and that offering is to be used for another civilization further on down. You just don't like know. Isn't there, isn't there one area who can't make grow wheat? So you have to bring in wheat from a different area. You have to bring in something. wheat and then there's an area in that's snowy and they don't have clothing that it's is acceptable or like will allow them to to like get out in the harsh conditions and terraform. So you have to bring wool okay. uh, to sense. them. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. I, I didn't get that far when I played <laughs> yeah, either, so, either the Renaissance or the original Super Nintendo version when I tried playing that afterwards. The, the only, just, I guess the, the only issue is get me. Up yeah. There. So I was going to talk about that. that. The only issue that I have with is the action sequences feel uh, kind of stiff as far as the movement. Like you have to, it's, it's kind of slow and everything, but like I had, I played it on easy and I didn't have any problem with any of them. Like I don't even remember dying. So uh, you can probably ratchet up the difficulty a little bit, but you're going to be, it's, it's almost like you're kind of fighting the controls in some way, but I, I really liked it. I think 
wait, maybe if you're on the fence, wait till it goes on sale. But if Castlevania plus some city sounds good to you, go go get Activated Renaissance. Uh, I talked about Fortnite. The other only other game I've been finishing uh, or playing is Nintendo Switch Sports. Uh, I am an almost an A rank in bowling, so I'm I love the bowling. It's so much fun. But that's also where I get the most points to help unlock everything. And I've I have this really unhealthy um, obsession with unlocking all the stuff on the cards. So today, Thursdays are when the new cards come up. Like once a week, you get a new card, and it's on Thursday. And so I am I'm working. I've already gotten five out of the twelve items from this week's card, and I just want to be done. Like I want to. I just want to get it done and finish it. I don't really use any of the items. But I feel like if I don't get them, then I'm going to get left behind. I don't think that's a healthy mental state to be in. <laughs> and it's not. It's not. And I acknowledge that. Uh, so I just, what, I, what I've taken to doing is just grinding through several bowling games, sitting down and not really caring how I do. It's like as long as I make the semifinals and don't go backwards in my rank, I get some points and I go to the next game. So don't judge me, Jesse. Are you playing against the judging. It was just Are you not playing against other people? I am. So, like, I'll, I'll catch a few games during my lunch hour here at the office and stuff. So, yeah. Are you bowling against people in real life or are you bowling against the computer? I am. Yeah, yeah. So, you, I mean, the only way that you can unlock – I know you said you just got in the game. And so, yeah. uh, the unfortunate thing is you can only unlock cosmetics by playing globally, like playing the global version. So, like, you okay. could play – Online versus people, either as a single player or as somebody else. You can have a player two. Um, but having a player two doesn't mean that they unlock anything or doesn't make you you go any faster. You just you get the same amount of points. And the cool thing is once you do level up, like I have, like I'm all, like I said, I almost A rank, you get more points. But bowling is the one that I find gives more points because like you get 30 points for playing a game, then I get an extra. Uh, points uh, multiplier for rank, and then I get you get a multiplier for doing strikes, and then three strikes and five strikes. And if you win the game, it's, I mean, there's been games where it takes a hundred points to unlock an item, and there's been games where I've gotten over a hundred points just because I was able to do it. And once you get where I am, like really starting around D rank, because uh, or E middle of E rank, because at first you're playing and you're not ranked, and then eventually it puts you it says you oh you can go pro. You can get ranked. And around the middle of E-rank, you start seeing these um, hazard lanes show up more often. So they have like flippers that go back and forth or conveyor belts or pistons that pop up or holes in the lane. It's just oh. – and so it's a lot of fun uh, <laughs> to, to like – because there's a there's a hazard bowling or there a challenge bowling, bowling option. Yeah, kind of. Like there's an option you can play this like single player offline. But playing it online is even better because the difficulty is adjusting as you go. So some people are playing on a harder version of lane than you. Some people are a lighter version. Or maybe you're the beginner because you need help, you know, or whatever. So it's it's really interesting. I, I'm really enjoying the online mode for that. It, I just still, it sticks in my crawl. The, the, uh, the, 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 the only way you can unlock this stuff is online. It's like there's zero progression. Offline, which sucks. They needed to have changed that. I was hoping like a month in almost now, an update would come and would fix that, but it didn't. It didn't. So, 
but I'm still going to do it. And I'm still going to slavishly uh, uh, plug away at the card every week. So I don't miss an item. Uh, Cause eventually they said that there's going to be like outfits where you can dress up like a hamburger or a robot. And I'm, I'm in for that. Yep. Didn't they so, say eventually they're going to have golf too? Yeah. And eventually they'll have golf and I won't play that just like I don't play soccer. Okay. <laughs> um, I did try soccer and it was just, eh, wasn't my thing. Uh, but anyway, anyway, let's move on and turn on the community spotlight. Shall we? And our community spotlight is fully focused this week on Eston Solo Something, as you might know him from the Discord, one of our Patreon producers, Eston. We just want to, we want people to know how much we appreciate you, the rest of our Patreon producers and Patreon. Uh, sponsors over there at patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads. Uh, well, if you want, is there a topic that you have that you'd love to talk about, bring up anything, uh, or maybe you want to tell people how they can find you and interact with you because you are re- legit. Like you're a legitimately awesome dude. Uh, and, I appreciate that. And, 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 and I have to say, I said this last time you were on the show, super props because Essen was the guy who helped me get my know when my pre-order for the Switch OLED needed to be in at GameStop, who helped me get Metroid Dread Special Edition, who helped me get Metroid Dread Amiibos. He was the man around that time. And you're still the man. You're still you're you're the boss. So uh is there anything topic or you want to tell us how we can interact with you? This is your time. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm actually um, I actually um, joined Twitter recently, and so I'm actually on Twitter. Yeah, uh, solo something, and so I'm on there. Um, yeah, so I'm actually now into that, um, and the uh, see how that goes. And so I'm in the uh, in the Discord. Um, yeah, a lot of people joke at me, and they say like, "Yeah, like you're on Twitter now, you're on Discord. They're like you've been on these like the different, you know, like some of the podcasts stuff like that." So they they're asking me like, "When am I going to finally start streaming for a change?" And, uh, and so I'm still not, haven't done, started getting into that yet, but, um, but yeah, that's kind of really high to like, if you want to reach out and get a hold of me, I mean, the quickest way to get a hold of me, as I can say, is probably in the discords that I'm in. Uh, of course I'm in the Nintendo dad's discord, but, um, and as far as like, uh, as far as topics, I mean, I, um, don't really have it. I didn't come really like with any kind of burning topic. I was just excited to be back on the show. Um, just welcome any kind of conversation and just see where it organically went and just kind of see what it formed into. That's generally how I generally approach these things. Is, uh, and so, I mean, if uh, I know we were talking at the beginning of the show, y'all had um, the pre-show material. Y'all had mentioned y'all wanted to discuss something about like uh, the, um, I know it's a Nintendo show, but the PlayStation 5 uh, about the next uh, console I think you're oh, his audio is out. I was apparently muted. Uh, <laughs> what Eston was referring to is the rumor that broke this week of a possible PlayStation 5 Pro as well as an upgraded uh, 4K Xbox Series X, which are apparently, according to a um, uh, according to TCL, which is a TV manufacturer. Uh, uh, and a manufacturer of 4K TVs, by the way, uh, they apparently 
leaked this at a press conference this week that they know for sure that a PS5 Pro and an Xbox Series X 4K are coming by 2024. Uh, and there's actually been some some like some steam picking up with this. Uh, Destin, what are, what are your thoughts here, man? Like, I, I mean, that's, it's new news to me. I mean, I'm actually, as some people might know on here, some people might not know here, I'm actually one of the PlayStation dads. And so I'm actually on the, uh, the podcast with PlayStation dads. There's three of us. And so, I mean, this is new news to me. I haven't, June, I try and stay up on all of this stuff and try and catch it. It comes through. And so I haven't really grabbed this one yet. Um, I don't know if this is them basically just trying to make like kind of, they kind of came out with, they had the PlayStation four and then they did the PlayStation four slim. And so now they're just trying to do like an, uh, you know, be much like the same kind of uh, inner hardware as the PlayStation five and they're doing pro. So they're just trying to make it maybe like slimmer or maybe just make it, you know, different types of a, a, um, a different, maybe change the cooling unit on it. I don't, I'd have to really like look into it. Like this is really, you, you educated me. I mean, as far as like, I, I, I missed that story on that. <laughs> Here's one. the thing that, that I think about when I, when I heard this is we're almost two years into the life cycle of both of these consoles, right? Which is hard uh, to believe. I, I don't, it's and, hard to believe, but there's been a lot that's happened in two years. And I know that, you know, people are going to hear what I'm about to say and say, but the pandemic, but can should Sony and even Microsoft legitimately be thinking about another iteration of this console when especially Sony can't even get them on the shelves? I mean, yeah, it, it's hard. I mean, I to this day, yeah, I go into like uh, GameStop and I actually ask them, you know, and I'll go in there and I'll say, hey, you know, when are y'all getting in any PlayStations? And they're like, they're get, starting to get them in now, PlayStation 5s, and they'll tell me. And I've been to like four or five of them, and they'll be like, uh, they'll say, you know, we're getting some in this Saturday. We don't know how many we're getting in, but, but all we can tell you is be here, be early. And I'm like, I already have one. I'm just trying to like to find out the vibe and stuff like that. And, um, and not, you know, two or three of them that I've been in have said, you know, do you want an Xbox? And I'm like, no, I'm, you know, I mean, I kind of <laughs> they're, they're like, right you know, here. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they, they literally say. They're like, you know, we can get you an Xbox. That's easy. They're just, we're not moving the Xboxes. It's just the problem is, it's just, yeah, the PlayStation's time they come in, they're gone. They're gone in 15 minutes. What, why like, do you, you know, think that is? Why is it still the scalper item to get? Or is it, uh, what is, what is the foothold that PS5 seems to have in this generation to you? I think the PS5 has, if you're going to do like just speaking just of itself, um, has a lot of games on it that you can kind of play just just by yourself. If you wanted to just do like, yeah, I want to play a game. I want to do my game. I just want to play by myself. And I want this broad scope adventure game. It's got a lot of that. And they kind of cater to that. And so it's less having to rely on online, having to group up and stuff like that. And um Plus, it's the next. Just it's just the next console, and also if something falls into that. It's just it's hard to get right now, and it still is to this day hard to get. And um, mm. and there's still some hustle involved in trying to get one. And um, as far as what they would do with a pro, I mean, I can't imagine them saying, "Okay, the PlayStation Five was 4K. Now the Pro is going to be 8K." Because I know there's 8K TVs out there, but I don't know anyone that's even that I've met personally that's gone out. And bought an 8k tv because i don't really haven't heard of any kind of cable broadcaster broadcasting in 8k i mean um, i haven't uh, seen our, any movies a lot of our 8K. a lot of our cable. major channels here are not even broadcasting in full 1080p yet 
Yeah, I think most yeah, cables. So I don't know what benefits you having an 8K other than saying I've got an 8K now. But um, so I don't. I'm trying to think if they did a pro. I mean, I think like right now. I mean, it would just be like for Sony selling the PlayStation Five in and of itself would still just. I mean, people are still just hungry for it, and so just not going pro, but just selling selling just that the, the original unit. Here, here's. Here's the difference I think it is. And I think Sony has done a really good job of uh, over the last, especially over the PS4 era, right, uh, of positioning its um, its Sony IP, like its, its exclusive IP as must play games. The Last of Us, The Last of Us 2, Spider-Man, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, you know, up until a time, Resident Evil games uh, were, were Sony exclusive. You know, there was a lot of um, Final Fantasy for a while was Sony exclusive. Kingdom Hearts, Sony exclusive. So there's a lot of uh, momentum that's gone that way. But, but if you think back a few generations ago, Xbox 360 was just destroying everybody. Then they misstepped with the one which allowed PS4 to kind of swoop in and become the the system du jour, if you will, uh, and it's it's like PS Five is is kind of continuing in the way. I I just wonder if is the war being won in your opinion on IP, or is it just or what is it? Because I, I to me it is IP, and you don't have to agree with me. I just what do I you? Mean, think? I think the IP, yeah, because I mean for me, you know, I mean there are games on the PlayStation IPs on the PlayStation that I love and I look forward for the next version of, and I look for that game and I want that game. I mean, I love those, you know, there's God of War, there's Horizon. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's Uncharted. I mean, there's these games that are on the PlayStation that I, I identify with and I enjoy and I love, um, you know, I, I don't identify with like Halo. I don't identify with Fable just cause I've never played them. And so that way I don't have an, an attachment to them. Um, and then I know Sony, I mean, I know that this week they had, were talking and I saw their, them saying that they were looking to, um, that they were not done acquiring other companies or joining up with other companies because they were looking to um, spread their uh, their portfolio to start offering their games on PCs with a uh, forecast year as far as when they're going to start offering some of these, their IPs actually own the uh, PCs you can start playing uh, some of their games on PC. So they're trying to get more into the foray as far as spreading their ecosystem. So it's not just, here's your console and you're stuck on the console. So, um, so they're trying to like do things and vary things up. Yeah. I think, you know, I think, I think it's interesting because interesting because I think that both of the, or all of the, all of the <clears throat> big three are absolutely carving their own path. Right. I think when you think PlayStation, they've done a pretty good job in regards to, I think, their branding. And when you think of it, it is the most expensive console. It's the high end product. It is the most value for, you know, like I don't want to say the most the best value, but like that's if you want graphics, if you want fidelity, if you want blah, 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 you're coming here. Right. If you want amazing first party experiences, you come here. And I think that's what PlayStation has done really, really well. Um, and then I think when you look over at the Xbox side of it, their value proposition is completely different. Theirs is play at, play everywhere, right? Xbox everywhere is their is their mentality. Subscription is their is their is their gateway in. And in a lot of ways, it's actually more about not necessarily the first party games, 
but it's the multiplayer games. It's the co-op games, the games together with friends. It's those joint living room experiences that they've really carved their niche into. Right. And that's kind of the, the bread and butter or the branding that Xbox is going for. And then I would argue that Nintendo's approach is really take us anywhere. Right. Which is at home on the go. There you are. That's our. So so they have distinctly defined their own categories for themselves to play in. I think one of the things I'm seeing a little bit from PlayStation. Um, and this will sound very odd. I feel there's a bit of arrogance. I feel like there's a little bit of like when you're the top dog, you're the top dog and like nobody needs to touch. Nobody can come after us. And, I, and they, there's a little bit there's a little bit in there, I think. Um, a great example is recently this whole kind of like PlayStation changing over to the PlayStation Plus and people who ended up buying subscriptions and stacked them and got savings. Well, before they could actually do the conversion, despite the fact they bought bulk um, subscriptions, they actually ended up saying PlayStation said, yeah, you owe us the, the you owe us the difference um, to uh, to come over to our service. And, and it's kind of like. Well, they did really that was in technical error whether that was really the case or not if no one complained they wouldn't have fixed it but people complained so they fixed it <laughs> yeah well that that's that's a little, little little bit of it right but this kind of idea like you could you could have taken the l, l on that one and you would have been fine um so i i don't know that's that's my opinion I mean, I haven't really read from them any kind of like um, my in my perspective. I haven't read anything from like arrogance as far as them, you know, unfolding their peacock feathers and saying, "Ha ha, we're the best console out there, and we know yeah. it." So you know, you know, come drink our Kool Aid because you know we got the best sugar in it. I mean, I haven't really got that. Of them. I think they're still realize, hey, we gotta we gotta keep running this race because we gotta keep you know we gotta keep keep at it. We can't just sit back, put our legs up, crack a beer, and say, "Ah, we've done it." You know, those yeah. other two. We, we were laps ahead of them. I mean, you know, whatever, if you want to call it a console war, I don't view the whole thing as a console war. I view the thing as just a taste, if you will, war. But mm -hmm. I mean, but, it, but as far as that, I mean, I haven't read that from them as far as any kind of like arrogance. I mean, yeah, I know what you're talking about where they did that, that maneuver and people complain and it was a lot of rebel rousing. And I'm glad yeah. they did that because that was kind of like a little bit, I don't know if it was a gap on their end and they tried to say face and be like, whoopsie, or you know what they did there but um and another thing i saw was i think it was i don't know you might have been alluding to that too as far as like how people did the stacking um mm -hmm. if they and they bought and i don't know i have never met i don't know who buys who buys four or five years at a time i haven't met anybody that's done that yet i'm like who are these people that are dropping that amount of money at one time i've got like two years ahead on but four or five years no like yeah. two like maybe two years yeah I well, I mean, I, you're the first I met, and this has had, this done two years. I just always done one year at a time. But I'm going. I've read online people talking about doing four or five years at a time, and yeah. um, they were like giving well, mathematical yeah. examples. Well, yeah, holidays come around, a company will sell a sixty dollar card for forty five dollars yeah. for a year. I'm like, yeah, I'll buy two of those, save mm -hmm. thirty bucks. Yeah. I want. I want to go back to my statement of like, like. A little bit of arrogance. I, I just, I just sometimes, I just sometimes see some of the moves, and it makes me think like it doesn't feel as, as player first as I think that they could be. And so I think sometimes, so, so I mean, yes, there's, you know, let's put on the business hat, right? Yes, we're making money, but I think sometimes it's okay to take a little bit of like a, you know, take an arrow to the to the knee for for your for your fans, right? And to do that, 
Um, I, I think they're still, I mean, they're doing an amazing job. They're doing great sales when they have their products and shelves, their IPs are tremendous, but their bread and butter right now is absolutely that first, that like, um, first part, not first party, but like, um, single player experience. They do so well at that, right. Whether it's death stranding, whether it's last of us, whether it's God of war, some amazing content comes out of them. And I think they're revolutionizing and moving the industry forward. Um, but I, I just sometimes it doesn't feel as player friendly as sometimes I think that they could be. So I think that's weird because I've done... felt that differently from like Xbox because I felt like with like with Phil and them being the Microsoft, I've always kind of felt like Microsoft because they have such a powerful entity. I've always viewed them as kind of being like you know the the rich man on the hill, and so it's been like a, you know I can like you know I can do this and I can do that and I can do this because you know and I can entertain it. You know if my fans complain me. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of, I viewed that more like Xbox in a way, but um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good observation though, too. I like that. I think that, mm-hmm. that, that Sony, one of the, th- one of the key missteps that they've made over the last few years is uh, kind of not being as consumer friendly as Microsoft and Nintendo have appeared. And whether that's a business, you know, purely a business uh, decision on Microsoft and Nintendo's part to like, Let's look buddy buddy and let's share Cuphead and uh, banjo and and all kinds of stuff. But uh, I think it really came to a head with the whole um, we're not going to let you cr- we're not going to r- do cross play with uh, with yeah, Fortnite. Yeah. You know Fortnite. we're 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 we're, uh, we're going to take our ball and go home. And I think that that could in the long run hurt Sony if they choose to 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 fall into that. I think that it's easy for them to get comfortable, but. From what, I, what I've also seen is that it seems to be that Sony's hurting for a little bit of money uh, recently. You know, that maybe things aren't as good as everybody thinks they are, especially with the fact that so much of their money is probably tied up in producing PS5s that they can't get into people's hands. Uh, to me, the pro, going back to this issue, is like, the only other rumor that I've heard about it is that they might be looking at a way to bypass the need for the semiconductors that are uh, short, you know, or have been uh, short. That's true. Good observation. And yeah. in that case, it would be more of like a PS5 Slim or a PS5 Lite or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I Like, to me, that makes more sense. Like, you want, like, I, I read an article today that says they look to be moving on from the PlayStation 4 by 2025. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that's three years from now. And typically by now, second, uh, maybe third year of a console life cycle, it's it's uh you're you're getting to a point where they're they're moving on, right? They've they've already moved on, but they can't they well, just can't Nintendo, shake. You cut the old one off as soon as the new one launches. Uh or as soon as it's really successful, right? <laughs> well, like the Wii U uh, was dead March 4th. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, we're going to move into before, some. Uh, before we move on, oh, yeah, I want to sorry, to, I want to cycle back to that original. What spawned that conversation? You know that okay. that keynote that hinted that there might be something in 2023. I don't think that they know anything. I think this just speculation. Speculation. That, you know that what was the gap between PS4 and PS4 Pro? Three years. Mm. What's the three year gap between 20 and, and what? It's 2023. So I think. They're just forward thinking because they want people to buy higher end TVs. Yeah, I don't, think, um, there's any, I don't think there's any meat behind that at all. 
I can't imagine wanna, they can a new console that fast. So. They just want to be sure you're buying new TVs. So, I mean, what's the easy way to do that? Oh, man, PS5 Pro, it's coming. It's going to be a lot better. You're going to want that 8K. A, a bigger hard drive size. That's the only thing, because that was the one thing that I was kind of puzzled by when they did PS5 is they built this awesome machine, but then they gave you like an itty-bitty hard drive on it. And so you had everybody had to pretty much get that well, heat sink um, internal yeah, cause, uh, drive. Because the storage chips are soldered on the main board and not yeah. not, use, not user serviceable. And so, yeah, they're fast, but they're expensive. And if you want to yeah. double, double the storage, that's expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it, that was the only thing I think if they could offer a bigger hard drive size to it, that would be the big, the big pro would be the bigger hard drive, maybe. So that way you don't have to, you don't have to have an external hard drive. That's the only thing I think of. I think M2 costs are going down here. So, but you know, like if they do a, if they do a pro, my guess is they won't have soldered on board. They'll give you like, they'll put in, they'll pre-install an, an M2 card. And then have like a second slot so you can add more if you need it. And then, which means you can, if, if you don't like the one terabyte that they give you and you want to take it out and slap in two twos, you now have four. And then you can spend yeah. as much money as you want on upgrading the storage. Sure. And they want you to spend that money, right? Especially if it's proprietary storage media. Well, in this case, it's not. It's them, too. Well, I know, but that, knowing Sony, they'll find a way. I mean, you remember the Sony memory stick, right? Oh, Everybody yeah. else is over here using SD and micro SD eventually, and Sony's like, buy our memory stick. Oh, yeah, I, I, I had the PSP for a bit. I had what? the Vita for a bit, and, yeah, that was the, the storage cost just as much, if not more, for a decent amount than the system to start with. Did y'all, yeah. did y'all have a PS4? Uh, did y'all did y'all take out the hard drive out of y'all's PS4 and put in a better one? Yeah, I did, I I did not. Put in the cheaper hard drive and put I, in mine. I, I put I put in a two terabyte hard drive. Yeah, uh, was it Samsung or the Shiba? I mean, was, I, I put a new hard drive in mine. Yeah, upgrade that bad boy. Yeah, thanks for yeah, talking dude. about that. Yeah, as my youngest son has my here, PS4 I appreciate now. That. <laughs> Absolutely, and. Uh, man, I, I just, I'll end it by saying, like, I really hope that they don't go for an, another iteration of it because it was hard enough to get a PS5 to begin with. Yeah. And I didn't have the pro. I didn't have a PS4 pro. I just had the original and just can't imagine what they couldn't do with a PS5 that they need to do with a pro. But anyway, uh, turn our eyes, uh, further on the community spotlight. Let's talk about the Nintendo dad's family of podcasts. Game Pass News is, uh, has dropped episode 54, Game Pass Indie Killer. They talk about Fall Guys on the Xbox. Is Xbox Game Pass hurting indie games? Is PlayStation Plus the Game Pass Killer? And, of course, This Week in Game Pass. You can find them on your favorite podcast app by heading to uh, and searching Game Pass News. Dads After Dark uh, is at a huge milestone this week. Episode 100 called 100. Uh, they've got uh, Where go, guys? 100 they've got 100 games of trivia with Hambo Johnny and Bob Cousy The Gauntlet a special Manscaped promo John Loves Darkest Dungeon and Is It a Game or Porn <laughs> you can find them uh, on your favorite podcast feed search Dads After Dark Retro Logic comes in with episode 80 uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong turns 18 
our favorite puzzle platform games, and also Retro Groove Episode 24 is now available. High five, top five non-rock musical instruments in rock music. You can find more about them over at retrologic.games. For our questions from the community this week, just one, we remind you, we want you to send in your questions, your comments, your um, rants, whatever. We'll uh, react to them right here on the show. But uh, from our chat, this question comes from Stephen M., and I love this question. He says, what are the Nintendo dads doing to celebrate Memorial Day weekend? Eston, we'll start with you. What you, what you doing this weekend? How are you going to celebrate? Sure. I actually, as of today, I'm off until next Wednesday. And yes. So, yeah, so the family, we're actually leaving town tomorrow and going to stay in the hotel on the beach and taking my son to some of the actual attractions he likes to do. Like they got... My wife um, is a little bit almost like an addict at the little machine and Dave and Buster's. You can kind of get the, the Wizard of Oz cards and stuff like that. So we're going to like Dave and Buster's. I'm um, going to see a pirate voyage, like dinner show. And i um, going to take my son to a magic show, front, got a front row seats. And sometimes they call up people into, out of the audience to come up on stage. So we're hoping they call on him to come up and be part of the magic show. And um, just spending some time like actually on the beach. Um, some beach days got wonderful weather ahead for it. So, uh, so that's how we're going to be spending our uh, Memorial Day weekend, getting that little out of town trip, just having some fun. Awesome, Jesse. What about you? Um, I'm not doing anything special. You know, my wife's going out of town for an SCA event, like she does every Memorial Day weekend. If the the site doesn't flood, I don't think it's going to flood this time. But uh, so she'll be leaving uh, tomorrow afternoon and coming back Sunday night. And then she plans on working Monday just because she gets time time and a half. <laughs> Whereas I am planning on taking the, the Monday off because I'm salaried. I don't get time and a half if I work. So I'm just taking the day off. So uh, my, my, my plan is to probably hopefully get some Kirby time in. I haven't had a chance to launch that, that game yet. Forgotten uh, World? Yeah. New okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, you need to check that out. I think. Yeah. I actually think you might like it. No, our tastes don't run parallel a lot of times. But. You know, yeah, I, I, I've, heard <laughs> good, you know, I've heard good things about this game. And you know, traditionally, I don't, I'm not a Kirby fan, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with this one. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, tomorrow at uh, the uh, Estes side of Nintendo Dad's HQ, we are cleaning uh, because on Saturday, my wife has planned a surprise, not so surprise birthday party for me a little bit late. Uh, We've got some uh, friends coming over and we're going to grill some burgers and dogs. We went to Sam's today, bought all the supplies. We're going to hang out. Uh, the pool is open, so if anybody brings their kids, kids can swim. Uh, we've got a nice gazebo outside where we've got a fire pit, and we're going to sit by that and hang out and just have uh, a really good time, have some music playing, just relax. Uh, and then uh, Sunday will be church, and then uh, Monday I've got the day off, and I'm looking forward to um, to playing some some games, just hanging out. Uh, I'm currently, I didn't mention this, uh, but we're, we're still working the way through Lego Star Wars too. Uh, and so 
we finished all the the games like an original or the, all the movies with an original pass through uh, our first playthrough and now we're going back and doing each one and doing all the challenges making sure we've got all the kyber bricks uh, and I think our count is somewhere close to 450 out of 1200 now well, so added uh, more with a recent upload I did update. why did they do that I that I was like and I thought about you when I saw that news that reel I was like oh <laughs> If they, if every time they release uh, DLC packs, <coughs> they're going to put in more Kyber bricks. I just, I don't know. Like goal post. Yeah, it's like when I saw that drop, I I let Dad's After Dark people know because they still have that bounty out there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's as far uh, as I know, I be, think it's still unclaimed. We may be the one to get it because I, I mean, like that's a lot of collectibles to get. So, and, and here's the thing, uh, 1,200 Kyber bricks is not even 100%, okay? Because, like, then you've, okay. gotta, you've got to unlock all the characters. You have to, if you've unlocked them, then you have to pay for them to get them, all right? Uh. And one of the things that they've also added, and I love this, I thought this was a really cool idea. Do you pay so for them with studs, or do you pay for them? Yeah, you pay for them with studs. So. Okay. There is, uh, there's obviously space battle scenes, right, in this game. Yeah. One of the things that they've added are capital ship battle scenes where, like, a giant ship from the Star Wars universe shows up at one of those planets, and you have to battle your way into it to take it down. And then you, it's unlocked, and you can actually buy it. So oh, wow. the other day, the other day, we're, like, in this planet, and we are in orbit of this planet, and we've just done a mission, like, delivering something to some pilot. And all of a sudden, this, the, the like, the rebel fleet uh, capital ship that was piloted by the Mon Calamari, it just it jumps into our space, and all the cannons turn on us and start shooting. <laughs> it was like, defeat the whatever the name of the ship is. The, the home or something like that, the, the homelander. And I was like, what the crap, man? It just showed up. And so you, you do all the stuff to like, you like it has a life bar. And like, so you do all the stuff to, to, to like get the life bar down. And then the, the, the dock on the side opens up and you fly in and now you're inside. And there was actually a boss battle with a Mon Calamari captain in there, <laughs> which was really cool. It was really fun. It's I don't think the mechanics I, added in the game. It's this game, this game keeps surprising me. It's it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, well, we would love to know what you're doing with your Memorial Day weekend. So hit us up on Twitter. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Go to our Instagram. Uh, share us. Uh, share an image or share a tweet with us about what you're doing this Memorial Day weekend to celebrate and get a little bit of rest and relaxation. And with that, that's episode 377 of the Nintendo Dads podcast. Eston, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us uh, tonight. I hope that you have enjoyed it. We always oh, enjoy love. having yeah, you on the much show. Love. Much love. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we we really uh, are uh, blessed by all of our fans, and we thank you. And speaking of fans, we want to thank our Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger, Antonio Contronio, Solo Something, Alexander Ocampo, and RJ Kern for being there at the producer spot. But we also want to say a huge thanks to each and every one of our patrons you guys keep the Nintendo World's uh, Nintendo Dad's world going around over there, and we're thankful for you, each and every one of you. Even if you're in at a dollar a month, know that you have just as much value as everybody else. We love you. 
Um, we're thankful for friends and uh, and fans like you. Uh, we want to remind you, if you haven't, go over on YouTube.com and subscribe to us. There's over 6,100, almost 6,200 subscribers over there. And be sure to give us a follow on Twitch. We've passed 1,300 followers. And we want to say a huge thanks also to our 34 Twitch subscribers who also get asked to access to our Discord community and activities. You can do that, too, by using your Twitch Prime Amazon or uh, Amazon Twitch whatever subscription Twitch Prime, you subscribe to us that way, throw us a sub, you get access to Discord community and activities. Remember, you can get 20% off your Manscaped order and free shipping with the code NINDADS, that's N-I-N-D-A-D-S. It also unlocks some goodies over on Gooder, G-O-O-D-R.com, where you can get some of the freshest sunglasses on the internet for cheap, and they're awesome. Uh, Be sure to check us out at nintendodads.org for all of our YouTube videos, tweets, podcast episodes, social media, Patreon page, and a link for merch. You can find us in most places by typing in our name. Just type in Nintendo Dads. Boom. There we are. Email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. I want to say a big thanks to OC Remix for the movie music used throughout the show. And a reminder, wherever you download us and listen to us on your podcast app of choice, Go and give us a five-star review and write some nice words about the show. It helps people find us, and that's really what we want. We want more people to listen and more people to come in and be a part of everything we've got going on here. So for me, for Eston, for Justin, for Jesse, this has been episode 377. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks, y'all. Thank you for listening into Nintendo Dads. Wobble Puffet? Wobble Buffet? Wobble Buffet?